Hi there, my name's Max Newland. My friends and I love anime, but you don't have to take my word for it. Hello, my name is Max Kostrak, and I have a confession today. I do love anime. Hey there, my name is Stevie Matos, and I love anime like I love yogurt parfaits. I watch it, I engage with it, and I think about it a lot. Give me a good bed of mechs, sprinkled with some harem anime, a slice of life, and some little dabs of a sports anime. Let's go. Mm. Now doesn't that sound delicious? Join us every Monday at the After School Anime Club, a podcast where we play fun games and talk through the anime classics of the 90s and 2000s. That's the After School Anime Club, available now on your podcatcher of choice. Welcome to Argonauts, the podcast where usually Andrew tries to solve an arg and I tell him what he should have done instead. Andrew is not here today, uh, as you may notice by the fact that I'm doing the intro. Uh, I am Marn. I'm the other co-host of this podcast, which I guess you would know if you've been listening to Argonauts. <laughs> I don't know how to intro this without a co-host. If Hello. This Hello your, if yeah. this is your first episode, it's gonna be it's gonna be a one. Yeah. If this is your first episode, go like two episodes back and start there and then come back. Yeah, welcome to the podcast where Elle and I try to write an arg and Mark tells us what we did because we don't remember. Yeah, this is like ARGS 302 and we didn't have any of the prereqs. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Hello. So, yes, I am, uh, as you may have noticed, there are, there are other voices that you've never heard before on this podcast today. Uh, this is a post-mortem slash creator interview episode for Sky Technologies, the ARG that I talk about on this podcast and have been talking about for like three years. Uh-huh. <laughs> that has finally ended, and now we get to do an episode about it. Yeah, glad yeah. glad to be here. Yeah, uh, do, you, do you guys want to introduce yourselves before we just fucking get into it? <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm Elle, I'm the person who first started writing Sky Technologies surveys before it was an ARG. Um, you can find uh, all my stuff at occasionalelle.itch.io, L spelled E-L-L. Uh, hi, I'm Edda Mendes, I'm a tabletop game designer, and, uh, co-ran the, the Sky Tech arc with Elle. Hell yeah. yeah. We have a single question, and it is from Caro. <laughs> Noted other player of Skytech. <laughs> uh, and it is, what were your favorite moments when a player swerved or did something unexpected? I think we're going to get into that. Yeah, yeah we're going to get into that. <laughs> so, Sky Technologies, I scrolled all the way back in the Discord because I realized I didn't know what like date it started on. Right before the pandemic. Yeah, January 19th, 2020 is the first post yeah. in the Discord. Well, we we should... were planning it 
a little bit in 2019, but we only started it in 2020. Okay. Well, let's what talk was... about your um your survey that's yeah. That's I was gonna say started. yeah. So uh, actually, the fr- I wrote the first Skytech survey pre-arg because of Etta's Moon Jam. Uh, the first Skytech survey was uh, about the moon. Oh, I didn't yeah. remember that. I didn't remember it was yeah. Moon Jam. That's right. No, sorry. The first one was just uh, I wrote a survey because I was filling out a lot of forms because I was uh, transferring from community college to a four-year institution, and that means filling out a billion forms. Uh, But the Moon Update Survey I wrote for Moon Jam, which is the Moon Jam 2019. Right. Okay, let's Uh, back up. Elle and I are both (laughs) tabletop game designers. Um, Yeah. In 2019, there was a big boom of tabletop games getting published on Itch. Um, There were a lot of people talking about Lyric Games, which were games which had a interesting relationship to play where maybe they were intended for play maybe they were just intended for reading uh, maybe it doesn't matter they were kind of poetry games inspired a lot of them and this is my problem with them at the time i thought they should have been funnier i thought there should have been more funny ones um mm-hmm. and ellen and i were mm-hmm. talking about that a lot um and then i hosted along with friend of the the show friend of the network rufus roswell um uh, a game jam on itch to make tabletop games about the sky and l had nothing but surveys in their head at the moment <laughs> and published a survey calling it a game on on itch in in fall of that year i believe right yeah it would have been november so yeah yeah so, so three you months look at the survey that i just sent you Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sky Technologies are Astrodome 2 TM Moon Survey. <laughs> uh, it says, problems have been reported with the Moon software currently running on the Astrodome 2 TM in your neighborhood. While well, we at Sky Technologies are, have our coders hard at work making our own proprietary Moon software. We would like to hear feedback from you on the current Moon and what we could do to improve your Moon experience. Your responses to the survey will be shared bioanonymously with your neighborhood's governing body and with the team developing Sky Technologies R's proprietary moon software. And yeah, we spiraled from there. (laughs) Yeah. I like that this offers like a very small peek into like stuff that we like the players and you guys would later like take the ball and run with. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. When we get to the calendar... There's something that a player latched onto immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, We've got a lot of stuff about the moon. Uh, One of my favorite questions here is, are your feelings being influenced by the moon? Check one. Yes, no, (laughs) unsure. Also, which I, this one I forgot. Is the moon alive? Check one. Yes, no, it was, but is now dead. It is dead now, but will be alive. I was just looking at that one. It's really good. <laughs> so, oh, also, this is the one where we get the, uh, the like, 11 emotions that exist in Skytech surveys. Oh, yeah. Uh, the emotions are happy, mournful, excited, productive, melancholy, angry, apathetic, morose, pessimistic, fractious, and fun. <laughs> yeah. 
So did you make this and then like what was the what were the steps between making this survey and actually planning the ARG? You say planning. We, <laughs> yeah. We were talking about about ARG stuff. We were talking about like modes of play. Uh and stuff because we were both listening to Argonauts and this is really compelling to me. And I had been trying to think of ways to do like a time loop thing. I was visiting a friend who was like, oh, like Ben Drowned. And I was like, <laughs> I, I haven't listened to the Ben Drowned episodes of Argonauts yet. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's like, I was thinking about this when we were recording our last episode. It's so interesting to me how like, time loops are kind of the white whale of ARGs, because there's, like, so much that you can do with them, but Mm -hmm. it's hard to present them in an ARG context, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did a lot of stuff later in this. Hey, what's Sky Technologies? Sky Technologies is a science fiction (laughs) comedy ARG that Elle and I ran for maybe a dozen people, um... Over the course of three years. Over the course of three years. Yes. Uh, Though actively, maybe about six months of those three years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I I, I have a DM here in front of me from Elle. um, On January 15th, 2020. And this is the text of the DM. says, it's okay to say no. Do you want to co-run a time arg with me? To which I responded, I want to say yes. Let me think about it for a bit, just to make sure I'm not agreeing to work on something I won't have time or energy for. Foreshadowing. (laughs) (laughs) Foreshadowing is a literary device. (laughs) To which Elle said, yes, good plan. And what, what was the start date of Skytech? It was uh, January 19th, 2020. Or at least that was the start, that was the first message in the Discord. Yeah. So, um, four days later. <laughs> oh my yeah, god. So four days later. So that gives we... you an idea of the amount of runway that we went in with, which did not increase uh, for the most part. No, um, it really didn't. It's one of those airports where the runway is really short because it's on the water. So if the plane <laughs> doesn't doesn't uh, land properly, that it just goes into the water and that's fine. Yeah. So I was I was doing some archaeology in the Discord, trying to figure out like where the players came in, and I think the progression was like the we found the Sky Technologies Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it tweeted out, like, hey, here's our help forum. And so we all joined the Discord, which is the Sky Technologies official help forum. And yeah. then the the Discord bot, Sky Danielle, directed us to uh, Sky like the Sky Technologies tag on Itch.io, which had the uh, like the the calendar and the user experience survey for the forum. Um, and also the Tumblr, which we didn't have the password for yet. Yes, it was a Tumblr. I forgot there was Tumblr. a Tumblr. Yeah, yeah. It was used for, like, two things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we very quickly realized, so, like, the there was a Discord bot that we could give commands to, uh, and, like, it started asking us for passwords, and we were like, uh-oh, we don't have any passwords. 
And then kind of over the course of the day, we realized that um, we weren't allowed to swear in the Discord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a, a censor bot would, would say, like, uh-oh, you can't say that here. Yeah, and delete your message, which yeah, makes archiving yes. the beginning of this ARG very difficult. Mm-hmm. Because yes. to pull back the curtain, that censorship bot was also active in our, like, secret development channels. <laughs> Where we were deciding what would happen in the ARG. (laughs) And if we said one of the, if we said any swear word or specific other words that we had put in a big document, mostly just for laughs, uh, it would delete the message. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Union. uh, We'll get there. (laughs) I think. Real moon. There are a lot of words. Real moon. Yeah. Uh, and what would happen if somebody said a forbidden word, like, it was like 40 times or something, they would get banned and they would disappear from the main channel. Yes. And I'm... get access <laughs> to a new secret channel called Banned. And yeah. yeah, and we we only realized this because I think a couple people got banned. I think it was like Riley and Natalie got banned. Mm-hmm. And they could only communicate with us through emojis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could still emoji react and see the main channel. Uh, uh-huh. But after after your the counter of how many times you said the word fuck increased to a certain number, um, you you were <laughs> just booted into a separate Discord channel that said banned. <laughs> they started emoji reacting to people with just say fuck. <laughs> try and tell us what we had to do to get into the band's channel and so eventually i think for like most of that first day it was just like us messing with the sensors and like trying to trying to figure it out and then i think eventually we all ended up in uh in the band channel and we could like actually talk to each other yeah if i remember correctly that day there were a lot of just constant discord notification sounds with the word fuck yes. popping up in the corner of my screen. <laughs> yeah. And then I would go and look at the channel and it was empty because I deleted all the messages. And, and every time someone new joined the Discord, we started emoji reacting. <laughs> say fuck, say fuck. <laughs> yep. Which is a, a very confusing way to enter a, a help forum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this was supposedly a help forum for some sort of corporation responsible for a couple of these surveys that Elle had put up on itch. Um, I had also, at this point, kind of in response, put up a calendar on The obligatory calendar of days! uh, To which I released one month. I was supposed to do it monthly, but the COVID hit. (laughs) Uh, And I stopped. So there's a calendar for January um, in this fictional Skytech universe, which is mostly empty. It's got a couple holidays on it. And I think that's basically all y'all had at that point was these couple surveys. Uh, yeah, you had the, the first Astrodome survey, you had the moon survey, you had the obligatory calendar of days. Yeah, so we had the Tumblr. And then we realized shortly after that there was an NPC in the Discord. Yes, knocked Noctilucent Toothpaste had left some messages in the banded Discord. Yeah. Knocked and- for short. Yeah, and people started messaging. Yes, people started messaging them because they were like, who is this 
like mysterious user that was in the band channel like before any of us were here like clearly this is an npc um and riley actually was the first person to message them i was like hey how did you get banned <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they had a whole conversation, and Noct said, uh, I'm glad you found my old sub forum. Enjoy your free, unmoderated online space. Dig deeper if you want, but be careful. You're still on their servers. Uh, don't try to track me down. I won't respond to any further messages. All right. Uh, they, they came into the band channel specifically to say their pronouns and then left, <laughs> which was a really good bit. <laughs> Uh, and then Caro found that they had a Twitter attached to their Discord profile, and that was how we found Noct's Twitter. Yeah, that took a long that took longer than than either of us expected it would. Yeah, I think it was like a, a full day, maybe, between us finding the Discord, like that they were in the Discord and, and the uh, and finding the Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and it was locked, and uh, they like denied everybody's follow requests. But uh, they had like a a pat the password to the Tumblr in their bio, which was nineteen eighty five Joy Berry Cloth twenty forty four, and that was how we got into the Tumblr and the current date. Yes, yes, and the current date. Uh, and that was also how we found out we were <laughs> the the Arctic place in, in twenty forty four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i suppose the calendar also had some of that information (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the skytech tumblr has three posts on it and they are welcome to sky technologies we pride ourselves in creating the newest and greatest in tech innovations and we hope that you will join us on this journey together we can make the future world a perfect one ceo judith Berrycloth, and then our newest innovation, the Time and Perpetual Eternity Time TM program, has successfully gone through beta testing with few difficulties. This program is going to be used in the future to create more rigorous testing of our innovations in less time than before. And then, an even newer innovation, our new pilot program is open for volunteers. Send your application in by filling out the form linked below. And each of these posts is tagged with some uh, ciphered text. <laughs> I think it's... Rot 13. Yeah, it is. It's Rot 13. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Rot 13 for Booth Circus 17. Um, and that the itch.io link for the Catal interest survey is password protected. And we had to use that as the password to get in. Um, and that gave us an interest survey for a Sky Technologies program called the Consciousness and Time Aberration Loop. And that was also linked on the Tumblr, is that right? Yes. Yeah, yeah that was linked on the Tumblr. Yeah. Uh, this Is this the one that has one of my favorite questions that I've ever put in the survey, which is, do you have any medical problems of which we should be aware? Yes, no, sign here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Hold on. I don't think this is the one, no. Okay. Okay. Catal Interest Survey A1. There's a lot of surveys and they're all named very similar things. Um, yes, uh, warning, receipt of this form does constitute complete willing and eager participation in the Catal program. You may not con- contact other members of the Catal program while you are in possession of the perpetual consciousness. You will receive further information on what this program entails once your interest form has been properly processed. Um, and then there's a bunch of questions, which 
Some people said yes to, such as, have you ever had a consciousness transferred to you? Yes, no, unknown. <laughs> it, uh... Yeah, I think so. It, it it told us basically to fill us out and like send it to a Gmail address, um, and most of us did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and we were entered into a program. Uh, well, we got emails back telling us what numbers we were in line for Catal entry, and we were like, "Oh, interesting. Wonder what that is." <laughs> <laughs> and it turned out because riley and i were the the first in line behind shan who's an npc uh when you move to the front of the line we got an email that was like hey you're like you're next in line for the program uh and you would get dropped into a um a secret channel in the discord that nobody else could see right and you couldn't communicate in any of the other channels um and so basically you would get dropped into that uh into that channel given like a puzzle or a problem to solve and you could either solve it or make progress on it and then say skip to next and it would throw you out and put the next person in yes yeah so and... one of the time discord users were placed in an isolation chamber where they were unsure <laughs> yeah. what to do <laughs> And when we first got in there, we found that there were a bunch of messages already in there from Shannon, who is like a mm-hmm. another NPC and Katal user who had like been trying to solve one of the puzzles and gave up on it and was like, skip to the next person. <laughs> um, but because there were no next people until we showed up, Shan was like stuck in a loop for a while. Yeah. Shan being another NPC. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then Riley and I made it in. Um, and we... Oh, we... This Riley and I literally puzzle. just, like, popped... <laughs> Riley and I literally just popped in for a couple messages and then bounced because we, like, didn't know what we were doing yet. <laughs> yeah, Riley's yeah. energy at the beginning of this ARG was incredible. I'm looking through <laughs> some of the, like, early logs. Oh, yeah, here's here's Noct's, um Twitter bio to hell with Skytech. Fuck you, Judith. I'm going in. Follow requests, okay, but will be denied. <laughs> <laughs> and then Riley, and, um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, and I, I was going to say, like, eventually we sort of figured out like the the order that we were going in and out, and like what we were supposed to do, and we started like actively leaving messages for Shan, like, hey, we found your Twitter, like we sent you follow requests. There's more of us and we're like trying to figure this out um and like we think that we're making progress on this puzzle mm-hmm. yep. yeah this was the word puzzle i was please find the next word in the sequence noun into 13 happiness and yep. we started communicating in uh in the google doc that we we're using to like document the arg itself um, cause we were like, oh, if we can't use the Discord, let's just use the Google Doc. <laughs> um, and there's like a whole chart here where people were like, okay, like, here's the amount of syllables, like, here's the sum of the letters, here's the number of vowels <laughs> in each one. 
Uh, and we eventually realized it was the number of syllables and vowels in each word uh, was a pattern. So noun had one syllable, two vowels, into had two syllables, two vowels. Um, and we realized the next word in the sequence needed three syllables and four vowels. So I think our final answer that we put in was celebrate. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, and that was accepted. And we then kind of unlocked, I think as we were doing this, we, we unlocked like a, a conversation between Shan and Noct in the Katal channel, mm-hmm. um, in between like test 1C and 1D. Uh, and the, like, the next people to go in the channel could see it and, like, screen cap it. Um, and we found out that Shannon Noct could communicate with each other inside that channel. Uh, and Noct gave Shan the offer of going sideways into the system, quote unquote, uh, and said, I'll DM you about it. (laughs) (laughs) I think concurrent with all of this, Riley started messaging every account associated with the ARG. Oh yeah, Riley got the forum moderators fired. (laughs) Yeah, which is important. Um, So here, yeah, on the 20th, Riley DMs Sky Penelope, which is just Elle's Discord account with the the name switch, just one of the the supposed forum moderators, um, saying, excuse me, Penelope, I'm being contacted by a user named Noctilucent Toothpaste, and they won't leave me alone. Should I listen to her? Uh, to which Penelope said, thank you for reaching out. The member of our forums, this member of our forums has been permabammed. Do not, please do not interact with her and feel free to block if necessary. Have a, have a glowing day. Sky Penelope, Sky Technologies official help forum admin. Riley talks some shit about Noct in here, calls Noct Tooth Goop, I think. Noct updates her Twitter display name to be ta- call me teeth goop again. I fucking dare you. <laughs> <laughs> and then where's the Kevlar conversation? Cause that's the one that really went off. <laughs> was it actually in the discord itself? I Cause think I, was... I, I do remember some of that happening in the main discord. I see later. Riley's saying stuff about Kev being demoted. But I think this must be in your DMs with Riley, L. Oh, this must be in my DMs somewhere. Let me see. I'm curious, Marn, just... what your where your head was at this point. Like, what were your expectations for this ARG? <laughs> that two people you knew from the internet had just kind of started? I... I, I I kind of wanted not knowing what to expect. I was very excited by like the ways that Discord was being used. I was like, oh, this like fucks that we're basically just like being thrown into an isolation chamber to work out the puzzles. Um, I have like very distinct memories of like pre-pandemic, like standing in line to get food at like a fast food place, like on my phone, trying to like work with like coordinate people in the Discord. <laughs> um because once we did 1C, we got 1D, which was like a combination of like the puzzle that we had solved and the ones that Shannon had had solved. Um, and we worked out that it was like the, the answer was the number four because it was like a number puzzle. Um, and 
we also found and that like allowed us to graduate from Catal basically mm-hmm. um we got like a, a discord command that like gave you the like Catal graduate um role and i i, I think that let us see a, another channel if i'm remembering correctly sure yeah i believe i it. don't I don't know where this conversation is because it's not in my DMs with Riley. <laughs> I think it might be in the main Discord. Hold on. So, yeah. So we got um, we got the the Katal uh, graduate um role, and then I believe we found another conversation with Noct and Shan that gave us another um like command that we could use with the bot which was just sideways and it would give us the uh katal dev and banned from the forum roles. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I believe the implication at this point was Skytech didn't know that that there was a secret forum for people who were banned from their forum kind of parasitically attached yes. to their forum. <laughs> they had just launched Mm -hmm. yeah and also simultaneously to this i believe blake and riley were emailing back and forth with the like katal email uh and they found out that it was run by melissa yeah and they were kind of in contact with melissa who was like the the boss of katal and like the the boss of the forum moderators right and we found out that Melissa had a Discord account, and Riley right. started DMing it. Oh, wait, we found out that she had her own Discord server. Yeah. And we all got into her server. <laughs> I would say this was a mistake. We should not have made a second server. <laughs> yeah. It was already... <laughs> kind of confusing for us on the back end um it increasingly got more so i think from this point on yeah we so i think either the like the command that let us okay the command that led us into the katal dev environment also gave us access to melissa's backup information channel which had just a link to her own discord server and Mm -hmm. we got into that discord server and started like talking in there and melissa herself was in there and could see us (laughs) and was like who are you (laughs) yeah and riley threw kevlar under the bus and was like oh what if the forum moderators like gave us the link to your discord right Okay, yeah. so Kevlar was the other forum model moderator other than than Melissa, um, yeah. who Riley had DM'd, and Kev was like, you're being weird, stop it. Because um, Riley truly was DMing every NPC that had yes. an account. 
I think these yeah. are probably some of my first DMs that I've ever had with Riley, if I scroll back. <laughs> Riley, uh, Riley has said before to me, I don't know if they've said this on the show, but, like, their role that they play in ARGs is just, like, showing up for the first week, like, repeatedly swinging at every single NPC and then, <laughs> and then not playing the game anymore. Which is exactly what they did. Yeah, here they are talking yeah. to Knocked. Hey, how did you get banned? What did you say? Are you Ian Rendolph? Ian Rendolph was a, a name that was on the calendar as a holiday. Didn't have any mm-hmm, meaning uh-huh. at this point in the ARG. Had to because Riley kept talking about Ian Rendolph later. Um, and then it tried to impersonate Ian Rendolph. Yeah. Who, let me let me mention is dead. <laughs> at this point, though, we have no idea who Ian Rendolph is other than someone associated with Skytech. Riley keeps asking, are you Ian, though? Noct says, I'm the opposite of Ian Randolph. Um, look, I'm glad you found my old sub forum. Enjoy your free, unmoderated online space. Dig deeper if you want to, but be careful. You're still on their servers. Don't try to track me down. I won't respond to any further messages. <sighs> and then, then Riley gets Kev banned. <laughs> yes. And then, and then Riley... Yeah, like... <laughs> a an actual audio conversation where I had to play Melissa and the only time that both of us had free was like in the morning before my like organic chemistry class <laughs> I just had to set up in the student union somewhere and have this normal phone call right Riley sets up a meeting with Melissa who's the boss of the mods says yeah uh Kevlar Peerless forum moderator gave us access to your discord so it's not our fault mm-hmm. <laughs> At which point, Kev visibly gets demoted on the forum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the and, and we were Discord. all like, what happened? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why did Kevlar stop being a mod? And Kev was replaced by Cumulo, who is extremely pivotal. I don't think we're quite there, though, are we? Okay, we're not quite, we're not quite there? Okay. Kev gets demoted. Um... Oh, actually, Riley didn't interact with Kevlar at all. I'm seeing it right here. I have had no interactions with Kevlar. I'm going to throw Kevlar under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Is this the point where Riley made a second Discord account and started posting as Ian Randolph? It <laughs> <laughs> might be. Probably. Okay. So game jacking is something that happens in ARGs a lot. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> Elle and I think it's cool <laughs> and wish people would do it more, which I realize is maybe not the attitude that a lot of our runners have towards it. Um, but we're, we're role-playing game designers. We're treating this as an improv yeah. exercise. Kev says, we're going to fire this. I, or Riley says, I'm going to get this character demoted. Riley gets this character demoted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is... Very much the the Tumblr style of uh, playing on the playground where you just go like super beam attack and then you post a gif from Dragon Ball or whatever. <laughs> the other person goes, ah, post a gif of getting shot in, the, shot in the chest a bunch of times. Yeah, I've been so excited to talk about this because I know that you guys have like very 
like different stances on game jacking than a lot of ARG people do. <laughs> um and so as as this is happening, we were like playing with the Discord bots and like finding different commands that we could do to like get banned, get unbanned, like finding Melissa's like secret backup channel. Um and in Melissa's private Discord server, there were also commands to like bring up status reports on Katal, bring up status reports on Melissa's family, contact different family members. Um and if you if you were like contact and said like one of Melissa's children, it would just say like child has been told you would like to speak with them and stuff like that. It was all just like auto commands. Um, and what did we find in Melissa's server? It, it was just a lot of us trying to talk to the bot. Um, I know one of the next things that comes up is you see some DMs between Kev and between Kevlar and Penelope. Is that right? I think so. Hold on. I think that happened. And I think that. Like Sky Danielle, like had a puzzle that Sky we were Danielle trying to figure out. Being one of the names of the bots in the server. Yes, Sky Danielle was just like straight up a bot. Um, I think just a straight up Dino rename. Yeah, <laughs> just a, a a lot of the infrastructure at this point in the game was various just Discord bots intended for moderation that we had twisted to our nefarious purposes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we found we found that like Danielle has started making typos in like the auto replies. Uh and it was just like a bunch of random letters and we couldn't figure out what they meant uh until we uh there's a lot of cipher work going on in this doc that I don't completely understand. I think it was like a people were trying to fi- find out like what like to rotate it to because i think it was an rot cipher and we just couldn't figure out what to rotate it to um and it translated loosely to hope found cipher gotta stay low and something and that was when we found shannon's email i think yeah which had the important things in the drafts Yes, so I, I I believe that we found Shannon's email through Twitter. Yeah, work at gmail.com. And we realized fairly quickly that we were supposed to hack into the email, which is, like, not a thing that a lot of orgs ask you to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, Shannon's email password was hidden in white text on a white background in one of their survey responses uh, for the Catal program, which I believe you guys got... I think we got that through Melissa's server, yeah. Because we yeah. could see all, like, the back-end Catal stuff. Yeah. Um, um, also, I don't remember what this went to, but I'm in the the Skytech Catal email, and Shan's, uh, one of Shan's emails has an email signature. That's definitely a cipher, but I don't remember oh, which, no. which one. <laughs> oh, God. 
<laughs> Mark, go. <laughs> oh, I have the, I have this in the dock. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, we we got into Shan's email. We found a bunch of drafts that were like, uh, ideas. Transfer everything offsite. Unlink everyone's consciousness. Convince Melissa to turn things back. Uh, we also found a whistleblower report on the Catal project uh, that had some forms attached. Uh, and we found a wish list and a draft that said, do not delete. Yeah. There uh, was login info, uh, a command for the for uh, Sky Danielle, and then just in case, and... Uh, another bit of ciphertext. The the login info was uh, something that I came up with because I use the Dvorak keyboard layout and I have since I was in middle school. And sometimes the thing that I do is I forget that I've not swapped my keyboard from QWERTY to Dvorak because it's, my computer starts up in QWERTY and I start typing like I'm typing in Dvorak and I get an incomprehensible amount of letters. Uh, and that's how this password is encoded, that's... which is clued in by Dvorak keyboard being on Shan's wish list. That's so fun. I love that. Also, but just about trains. Yeah, yeah also, but just about out trains. Shan loves trains. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and then there was an email to Melissa that had that, like, weird Catal, Catal, Catal code. And we realized that it was, um, each letter in Catal, uh, mapped to a number. And if we, if we, like, put it out in, like, one, two, three, four, five format, it was, I think, it was, like, base something. I don't remember what it was, but it, Translate to, I will not let you forget what you have done. You can't erase this by ending the program and burying it. Um, And as this was happening, we were in Melissa's server and we found that we could, uh, it, it, uh. Oh, here, here it is. I have this bookmarked because I, I used it for some other things later. It's a Polybius square. Oh, okay. Um, so in, in Melissa's server, we found that we could ask for the Catal status, and it would tell us unauthorized access to Catal program revoke, um, and we could command it to revoke, and it eliminated Noct and Shan from the Catal program. And some people were upset about this. <laughs> This this actually caused was really unclear on what that meant. Yeah, this actually caused a rift because some people thought that it was the right thing to do, and like some people were upset about it (laughs) because we were like, "Well, now we don't know where they are and how to talk to them." Yeah, now we're stuck in some sort of a brain chamber, and we've removed both of our two NPCs that actually talk to us from the game. Yes. yes. And I, I think the reason that we did this like publicly was because we wanted I don't know if you guys saw any of the like coordination surrounding this, but like we were like, okay, we're gonna have someone pull the revoke lever, and if it ends up being a bad thing, then like we have some people who are on Skytech's side and can like still get information from Skytech employees, and like the rest of us could like go and, and do stuff with like the other NPCs. <laughs> Yeah. 
I know you've talked before about liking an ARG where you can you can side with the sensible bad guys. Yeah. And so like so like Blake and a couple other people were like, okay, we're gonna like we have the best rapport with Melissa, like over email, we'll do it. And like if it ends up being bad, like we'll take we'll take the fall and like we'll stay with Skytech and like say that we did it on purpose. <laughs> Yep. And that was also the day that Riley and Melissa had their uh, their interview. <laughs> right. Yeah. So at the same time, Riley is, is getting Kevlar Peerless for a moderator band, which yeah. I found some more DMs for now. Um, several people DM'd Kevlar after Kevlar was uh, apparently demoted in the Discord. Uh saying, hey, Kevlar, are you okay? Why did you get deleted from the server? Kevlar just responds with the word blocked. Um, <laughs> Riley DMs Kevlar, maybe for the first time, saying, hey, Kevlar, buddy, I hope everything is going great. I hope everything is going according to plan with the winky emojis. Kevlar responds, did Penelope put you up to this? Fuck. And Riley says, can I be real with you? Pen did. <laughs> Penelope did put me up to this. Uh, you DM'd Kevlar as well. Kevlar just responds blocked. Kevlar's having a bad day. And then Cumulo shows up. <laughs> yes, yeah. and then, and then Cumulo showed up, and we also got put into Katal 2. Yes, Katal 2. The one where two people get put into two different chambers, and they each get... No, they get put into the same chamber, but they each get one half of a puzzle. They have to work together. Right. That was very fun. I liked that a lot. I liked the like iterating on the uh the Katal format once we had like gotten used to what to expect. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. much of the specifics of how those puzzles worked anymore. The first uh, couple the rounds. First, yeah, the first one was uh two audio files and one of them had the dots and one of them had the dashes of morse code yes uh-huh and what did that which i know marn yeah marn you were one of the people who got that one first and you were like it's tap code <laughs> <laughs> it's always tap code when you least expect it. <laughs> um and then the next one was the right ascension and declination of some pulsars, which somebody solved in like 30 minutes. <laughs> and I was expecting to take way longer. Yeah, yeah I think uh, we, if I remember correctly, we finished like the Katal 2 stuff like way faster than we finished the original yeah. Katal stuff because it was two of us were allowed to be in there together. <laughs> yeah, the... The Morse code one was pretty fast. The Pulsar one, I was very proud of, uh, because a lot of Pulsars have uh, letters attached to their their number signifiers. Uh, so I split it into right ascension and declination, which are like the sky coordinates. And then somebody, I don't remember who this is, they solved this puzzle and I think stopped playing. Oh my God. Just immediately figured out what it was. Somebody named Isa, who is in the, in the game yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, in in universe, the way these are being presented is basically Sky Technologies is giving you an IQ test. These are these are puzzles in universe as yeah. well. Um, and then 
you unlock uh, some DMs between the moderators, and that's how you first see Cumulo, I believe. Yes. Uh, I think once we, um, like, quote-unquote, graduated from Katal to we, like, unlocked some more of, like, the admin channels. Uh, I think we, we got into, like, forum admin and admin dashboard. Uh, we also at some point got into Heidi Hole, which was, like, the the ultra-secret channel. <laughs> yeah, that was not, like, double secret. We're definitely yeah, we're, like, the- not there yet though <laughs> yeah where the the swear bot could see us but yeah we we unlocked a uh, forum admin and we got to see all of the dms between uh kevlar penelope and cumulo who was the replacement for kevlar yeah so it starts uh kevlar saying hey i'm seeing increased traffic on the server over the past few days but the forum itself still looks pretty dead any thoughts? And Penelope says, I've gotten some DMs from users, but they seem to be in good faith. And Kevlar says, oh, that's probably it then. Uh, also, it's important to note that each of these starts with uh, Penelope or Kevlar adding the yeah. other one. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. These were a nightmare because we kept accidentally triggering the censorship bot. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yes, this is the... The bit where Kevlar says, uh, at Sky Penelope, I've been set up at Sky Penelope. Is this a power play at Sky Penelope? Is this you? <laughs> Penelope says, is what me? What was that email? I guess that explains that. And then Kevlar is booted from the channel. And yeah. a new and I, I, a character shows up immediately. Yeah. I think Kevlar also like came into the band channel and said, fuck. <laughs> and we're all like, what's happening? Right, Kevlar got banned and then logged out. Yeah. Um, oh, right. The the word time was banned because it was part of a program which was also difficult. Yeah, also any word that had the letters S and T next to each other because it stood for yeah. Skytech. Oh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Cumulo showed up. Cumulo says, hello. Uh, Penelope says, hello, what happened to Sky Kevlar? Um, uh, Cumulo says, Kevlar Peerless is no longer a Sky Technologies employee. A suitable replacement will be enlisted. I will serve as interim moderator in an assistive role until such an occasion as that. I will not be a disruptive presence. Penelope says, understood. I appreciate your help. Uh, Cumulo says, and I yours. Um... And I think we all started talking to Cumulo around that time as well. Yes. Yeah, I believe uh, people start being like, hey, aren't you supposed to be a moderator? How come I can't say the word time? <laughs> <laughs> um, to which we see Cumulo broaching this subject with Penelope being like, I can't say this word. Huh? Why is it getting deleted when I say it? I'm unable to whitelist this <laughs> string in the filter. And Sky Penelope says, ah, yes, this is because it refers to a Sky Technologies program, which had difficulties. To my knowledge, it has been discontinued. Yeah, Sky Tech has discontinued time. And then Penelope got fired. Yes. It's crazy to me that this all happened within, like, three days. Like, this is January 23rd. <laughs> yeah. Um, Penelope got fired, and then was replaced by a cached version of herself. Why does yes. that happen? I don't know. Hold on. I'm in 
So on the... I think maybe it was also something Riley said in the review with Melissa. Because mm-hmm. it, it happened like a couple days after... Hold on. So the it happened the 23rd, which was, yes, the day that Riley met with Melissa was the 23rd. Yes. So that had to have been it. Um, yeah. And in, yeah, and in the admin channel, uh, Penelope says, I'm being fired and replaced, which means that my clearances are going to be revoked. Uh, and also, simultaneously to this, Cumulo has found the band channel yep. uh, and is trying to tell Penelope about it. <laughs> Um, but Penelope gets banned from the forum before, like, Kimilo's report finishes compiling. Yep. And, and then uh, Penelope's cache comes in and does not remember this because the cache is from three weeks ago. Yes. And that was how we kind of started figuring out what caches were. Mm-hmm. Because I think at first you were like, is it a clone of Penelope? Like, what is going on? Um, and we started kind of figuring out that it was a cached consciousness, um, of, like, the Penelope from three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, Penelope also had a Twitter that we found, uh, and one of... Like, one of the first tweets on it was, uh, I've been informed that I've been replaced on the Sky Technologies official help forum by a cached version of myself. Please do not confuse us. <laughs> yeah. I believe Kev was also just, like, angry tweeting. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Uh, Penelope's Twitter was very, very funny. Um, there was... Okay, I... <laughs> This is this is from from later, but my favorite tweet from Penelope is back from my fifty day dopamine detox. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we found Penelope's password to that because she just like tweeted them out. <laughs> yeah, she said I've changed all my passwords. Though light exists, spring was elegant, and I'm mourning it. But she didn't actually change all of her passwords. She missed one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I think it took us a while to figure out that, like, the passwords hadn't actually be- been changed, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. And there was another thing. The description of one of the channels was, a, was like, three numbers, and it was a reference to an Emily Dickinson poem. Yes, that was Which I was the trying that- to clue into by having Penelope retweet a lot of Emily Dickinson. <laughs> Yeah, that was the one that we couldn't figure out for the life of us. I remember getting stuck on that one. Yeah. I, I don't think we even ever solved it. I think you might have just, like, had to give us the answer. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was this about, at this point in the game, that I realized, personally, that I don't care about ciphers or a lot of the puzzles in ARGs. Yeah. Um, Like, they're cool. Just not my thing. Um, But... Luckily, right about that time, Cumulo started talking to the players a lot. And that was a lot of fun. Um, Yes. Because after Cumulo shows up in the band channel, Cumulo, rather than, like, deleting it, starts to talk to the the forum users and be like, hey, this is kind of fun. I've never had friends before. I'm a little robot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
so Kimilo says, where are we? Yeah, this is the 22nd still. We're still like in the first week of this game. Oh, God. God. <laughs> it did run for three years, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Riley notices Kimilo is can see the 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 band channel and just asks Kimilo and says, hey, what's good? Tell us about yourself. Um, <laughs> Kimilo says, I'm Kimilo. Um, Riley says, nice. What are your interests? Kimilo says, interests? What do you enjoy? What do you do for fun? Are you alive? Um, another another uh, player asks. And Kimilo says, the filter seems to be malfunctioning. Please hold. One moment. Proceed. Uh, Kimilo, are you alive? Yes. Kimilo, are you a Sky Technologies employee? Um, do we you all, like... know my close personal friends, Kevlar and Penelope? That's Riley. Kimilo says, you're close friends with former user, user Kevlar Peerless? I was, but Kevlar started doing sketchy stuff. I'm a contractor. Um, Kimilo doesn't so know funny. anything about Catal. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny how we're all immediately ride or die for Cumulo. <laughs> yeah. At what point does it come up that Cumulo is a seated consciousness? Because that's very important. Yeah. Um. Hold on. I. Cumulo, how would you categorize your existence? Human, machine, or something else? Cumulo says, this is a false trinary. Um, a player asks, uh, please explain. Cumulo says, I am all of these. Riley says, hell yes, that rules. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk about what parts of you are neither human and machine? Cumulus says, yes. Riley says, we'd love to hear about that. Uh, Cumulus says, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> I will serve as an interrater moderator, says a bunch of that stuff. Cumulus is trying very hard to be a helpful and good forum moderator. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um... Here it is. You asked, is it rude to ask who programmed your machine parts? And Cumulus says, my seed was programmed by a Duplica Biofactory software worker. The rest was automated. And you say, what is Duplica Biofactory? <laughs> and I forgot that Duplica respond. showed up that early. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is important to note that Duplica is filled with two U's. Yeah. Duplica Biofactory is a corporation. That is the extent of the information in my database. Um, and then Riley's like, hey, why can you see the band chat? And Kimula says, band chat? And Riley says, sorry, but to say group chat. <laughs> yeah, the group <laughs> chat. <laughs> um, uh, Natalie, our friend Natalie asks, Cumulo, do you have a body? Cumulo says, no. Oh, yes. Um... <laughs> And then someone says, I feel that way too. And Cumulus says, yes, you're trying to relate to me. <laughs> a healthy community is a healthy forum. I relate to you as well. <laughs> I love Cumulo so much. <laughs> I love Cumulo. Top tier in PC. As, as all of this is happening, simultaneously, uh, Kevlar is tweeting, fuck Skytech, don't work for Skytech. Here's my passwords. <laughs> yeah, I think Kevlar tweets on this day. Yeah, if this is the thing that radicalizes me, goddamn, that's one of Kevlar's yeah. tweets, which is amazing <laughs> foreshadowing for something that wouldn't happen for, like, three years in real time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of of foreshadowing that's, that's completely unintentional. Well, because we were improvising. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Riley says, what can you tell me about Ian Randolph? Uh, Camilo says, I'm not a search engine. Uh, and then Natalie says, no, but you're very smart. And Camilo says, there's only one reference to Ian Randolph in my database. Um, and pulls up an image um, that is like a poster that says the Ian Randolph Startopia work home, thousands of residential contracts available today. Never be homesick again. Um, and then there's a bunch of fine Yeah, text. this is one of your posters that that you made. Uh, this is, yeah, me inventing things about Ian Randolph on the fly. Yeah. Um, here's an important thing to make clear about Skytech is that not only were we improvising, but Elle and I weren't always coordinating behind the scenes. Sometimes we just said shit, and then the other one <laughs> yeah. ran with it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we just said shit. Sometimes we were sitting on a call together in silence, both doing things, and then Etta would post something, and I would go, Etta, what is happening? And you would go, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, here's the, the Startopia work home. Uh, image. <laughs> um, Blake and Riley were working on a plan to get all of the mods fired to get Blake hired as a moderator. <laughs> right, which would have yeah. been wonderful. <laughs> it would have been very fun. Um, at, Marn, at what point did you pull in your character from a different? Oh, we'll thing? get there. That's that's okay. important. That's okay. that's an important okay. moment. In, in our game jacking trajectory. <laughs> we also found once we got into the uh, into the mod channels, we found the spreadsheet of banned words, which included ARG, Circus, Daddy, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> you Government like, that oversight. I also love that Caro asks after we post this poster, can we see the back of this ad? And Camila says, this is a .png file. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I some of these were put in because we were sitting in a call with Natalie, who was trying to get banned. And I think Natalie kept posting hello. And I was like, no, I'm putting that in. I'm putting that on the band list right now. <laughs> and um on so the way that Cumulo joined the band chat, which I had to like scroll through and find, is that uh on what day is this? The Oh my god, give me a date stamp, please, Discord. We're all between, like, the 20th and the 22nd. Yeah, this is, okay, this is the 23rd. Uh, Cash Penelope realized that we had been talking to Cumulo, like, privately. Like, people were DMing Cumulo and uh, talking about stuff. And reset Cumulo. Uh, Right, which is the moment that people really lost it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we gotta find that. Yes, people, like, lost their minds. Um, and Cumulo, uh, came into the band chat and started talking and, like, searching different people's names. And we were like, "Uh uh-oh, uh, this is upsetting. (laughs) Um, and... 
And oh, then- okay. So Cumulo started typing in the band chat, and then Penelope reset like Cumulo's consciousness. This uh, is that all was like, like the- right as Penelope is about to get fired too. Yes, right? that was right as Penelope yeah. is about to get fired. Cumulo was like, "I'm gonna start like like I'm gonna look in the band chat and like report back to you." And like came in and was like, "Search Penelope Q, search Kevlar Peerless, search Cumulo," um, and uh. And was like sending really sad DMs to people. Uh, I was like, I'm like, I'm gonna leave Skytech. Thank you. Good luck. Uh, yeah, everyone's going Cumulo. No, they they deleted his memories. I'm so yeah. emo. No. <laughs> and then Cumulo showed up and said, "I am okay. That is not how rebooting works." Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, at some point, uh, there's a conversation between me and Etta uh, on Cumulo's account where Etta said it would be heartbreaking to recite Cumulo or appear to at some point, uh, to which I said it sure would. (laughs) Yeah, so Cumulo didn't get reset. Uh, Cumulo played along because Cumulo knew that Penelope was about to get fired anyway. Um, And then, so Blake asks, so I have a question. What prompted you to decide with us, especially if you've read through all these messages? And Cumulo says, you are my friends. There are 47 uses of the term Cumulo in this space. Yeah. I like the next day, uh, Riley sent a message that said, hey, Cumulo, sorry we weren't around much today. I hope you're doing good. And we just want to let you know that we love you. Yeah, I think this is also the day when, like, half of the users in the game change their display name to, like, Cumulo fan, or number, yeah. <laughs> number one Cumulo fan, number two Cumulo fan. Um, Caro notably changes their username, their display name to Columbo. Yes. Uh, which will become important later. Yeah. Uh-huh. Columbo kind of took on a life of their own, I would say. Yeah. Um, I. Sorry, I'm going through my images and I have some screenshots. Um, here's one of my favorite screenshots. Uh, Maren, you say I'm sending the Catal survey. Uh, Sky Eli says, have fun in the time loop. Riley says, excuse me, the white? Eli says, is that not what Catal is? We're time loop tech? And Riley says, I didn't read, I just signed. <laughs> <laughs> And then we get the next round of Catal testing, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. That was, yeah, that was going on around this time. Um, hold on. I'm, I'm scrolling all the way up in Heidi Hole because I know that there were also, like, things going on with, uh, with Shan at this point. Yeah. Um, yes. So this was also around the time that we, like, flipped the lever to pull Shan and knocked out. Uh, and... We were in communication with them at this point. Uh, we and like we told them like, "Hey, we're gonna do this." Um, and then Cumulo got rebooted. Uh, knocked and Shan came back, uh, and we're like, "Oh, hey, you guys could like see in our secret channel." Um, Noct had a dinner arrangement with their family. Yes, and this is which how we became found important. Out who Noct's family was right. Yes. Yeah, we we found this out because we could see, like, Melissa's, like, family statuses in Melissa's server, and we kind of pieced together that Noct is one of Melissa's kids. Uh, We also found out through that 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 
Melissa's wife is Judith Berrycloth. Yeah. The CEO of Skytech. <laughs> yep. They're they're the girl boss part of uh that uh the the thing. <laughs> yeah. The thing. <laughs> I yeah. I think I, I made like a meme about that at some point. <laughs> Yeah, did Melissa successfully display lesbian pride when she cashed the consciousnesses of dozens of unwitting Skytech workers? <laughs> yeah, people are trying to figure out what's going on. Um, at the same time, everyone's just talking to Cumulo about, like, Kingdom Hearts and tell- explaining what tabletop games are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talking about Cyber so- Chase. <laughs> So Shane and Noct were in Cataltu, and then uh, we, like, flipped the switch to get them out of there. And then on the 26th, they started sending weird messages in the Heidi Hall, which is like, why is your keyboard like this? Like, why is your keyboard in Dvorak? Are you okay? Uh, and we're like, and something must have gone wrong with the transfer. And we slowly realized that their consciousnesses had swapped bodies when we revoked their access to Katal. Yeah. Um, right. So they were, ha- uh, Noct was having trouble typing because Shan's keyboard <laughs> was in an unfamiliar <laughs> layout. Yeah. To her. Uh-huh. Um, also, uh, was on Mars because that's where Shan lives. <laughs> yes. And so Shan in Knott's body had to go to the dinner reservations with yes, Melissa had- and Judith. <laughs> um, and I gave you all a puzzle, which I uh, made in about an hour uh, before and during my statistics class, <laughs> which I should have been paying attention to, but I wasn't, uh, which was one of those... Um, where where is it? It was like a logic Had, puzzle, right? Yeah, it was a logic puzzle um, about what to wear. <laughs> it, was a, it was a dress up puzzle. I think we're not quite there yet. <laughs> no, I think I think that's are where we? we are. Okay. Yeah, because oh, right. yeah, because yeah, they're talking about like the dinner, the dinner arrangements, and then uh, Noct sends. Well, yes, not Shan in Noct's body sends a message that says. Uh, okay, since you're all worried about the dinner birthday dinner, I spent two hours doing this because I didn't want to think about having to meet Melissa in person. And then that is the uh, that is the logic puzzle, which is what should Shan wear? Dot PDF. Yeah, and it's uh-huh. like a Puzzle Mania magazine style logic puzzle dress up game <laughs> for Shan. Yeah, yeah. In using Noct's closet, Noct, I believe, mm-hmm. meanwhile is learning what it's live like to to have. Uh, chronic pain. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, is this the point where Noct goes on a choose-your-own adventure? I think milk. so. Noct is like, I gotta buy milk. This is stressful. I need yes. milk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they've also switched Twitter accounts. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then two days later, so this is the, the 26th and the 27th, uh, on the 28th, uh, Caro slash Columbo comes in and says, uh, Hey, Shan, how did last night end up going for you? In the in the Heidi Hole chat. No response. Uh, the 29th, uh, Knocked in Shan's body comes in. Uh, 
we had, we had solved the outfit puzzle by this point. Uh, yeah. But Dr. Chansmai comes in looking for Shan uh, and says, oh my god, please don't make me talk to my mom. Um, <laughs> Caro on this day had a conversation with Penelope uh, being, like, about uh, like, getting like, getting fired and saying like, well, what if I could get you your job back? Uh, like, what if we could get rid of your cash? Uh, I'm, I'm going to put a pin in that because, <laughs> because <laughs> I know where that thread leads. Um, Noct is like, I haven't heard anything from Shannon. And the rest of us are like, we haven't heard anything from Shan. Uh, and Riley messaged or like tweeted at Noct's Twitter, uh, which Shan was running and... Uh, and Shan said, how the fuck long did I sleep? Riley said, shit, are you late for dinner? Shan said, do I know you? Uh, Riley said, TG, are you back in there? Shan said, uh, and Riley said, oh, I don't like this. (laughs) (laughs) And we realized that the person using Knott's Twitter was not Shan. Uh, it was a previous cached version of Knott. And we now had no idea where Shannon was. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So you put together that Melissa had been using her own children as Catel Tuff's subjects um, and, like, caching them. Um, Yeah. And you all uh... lose your shit in the Discord. And then you say, (laughs) I feel kind of bad that we were having a nice conversation with Kimilo. And then we all started screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we realized that... uh, Melissa's homepage no longer listed like one of her children's statuses, and we we're like, "Uh oh, that's knocked. Bad things are happening." <laughs> yeah, and then Kevlar DMs you. Uh, I'm looking. I think it was Penelope. Hold on. Um, because it. Um, yes. Okay. Yes, Kevlar. Uh. Kevlar had tweeted something that I replied to, uh, and what the fuck even was it? Kevlar tweeted... Uh, oh yeah, Kevlar tweeted, anybody know a locksmith on Mars who's kind of sketchy? Oh yes. yeah. <laughs> Which said, is based off of something somebody you know said on Facebook? Yeah, it's just an infamous Facebook post of someone, uh, a brother of a friend in high school. Who got locked out of his dorm at like oh Ohio State and said, Hey, anybody know a locksmith in Columbus who's kind of sketchy? <laughs> That's incredible. And I said, I might know a they. And Kevlar said, Solid or Digi. And I said, Solid, but pretty sure they've got connections. And so Kevlar opened their DMs and I DM'd them. Uh, and Kevlar said, Okay, who's your contact? And I said, This jack of all trades weirdo who used to work IT for my office. I'm pretty sure they're in web development or app development or whatever now, but they definitely do shady shit like lockpicking and jailbreaking Skytech stuff. Anyway, I'm sure they would love the chance to break into Skytech shit, assuming that this is what they're about. And Kevlar was like, just forward the info. And I like, I was like, they don't actually want me to like make a fake Twitter, right? (laughs) (laughs) And we called your boss. Yeah. Call- yes, we called your bluff. <laughs> I was like, surely I won't have to make a fake Twitter account <laughs> for this arg, and I could just fucking 
be like, oh, it's this person. They have a Twitter under their name. <laughs> and then I actually had to make the Twitter, which um doesn't currently exist because Twitter like nuked it for uh, suspicious activity, which is very funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was Kylix Entropy, and then I changed it at some point to Red Horse Virus. Who's just um, an OC of yours. <laughs> yes, who, who is literally just an OC. <laughs> from and, a different roleplay. <laughs> yes, from a different roleplay. Uh, and Penelope also was talking to them, which yes, is mentioned because... in these DMs with Caro. Yeah. Uh, let me get into Penelope's uh account real quick <laughs> and there's so much more of this game than i remembered yeah a lot was like happening simultaneously because also uh like as as this was kind of going on in the background like in dms we realized that sky danielle in melissa's server was like acting weird uh that's the bot w- yes sky danielle the bot was like having weird disruptions and was saying, like, uh, the Catal program is a mistake. Uh, unauthorized interest to Catal program. Uh, and then started talking in the, like, Catal Polybius Square code uh, that we'd seen from Shan before. Uh, and it was continually saying the word Shan in, uh, in Polybius, I think. And, and then it started spitting out different strings um and we could like continually write the word shan in chat to like get the different strings of code um and it i'm looking for the the solve um uh yeah the solve was i fucked it up and now i'm stuck and i can't do anything where's knocked where's knocked if i'm here where are they i don't know what to do i don't know what i can do yeah this is the 30th, right? Yes, this is the 30th. And then uh, Sky Danielle started saying help over and over again. And we were like, well, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. And we were trying to figure out if we should revoke Shannon's Katal access and like what that would do. Because we realized that Shannon's consciousness was just stuck in the Katal loop and like didn't have a body to go into. Yeah. Um, on a lighter okay. note, uh, at this time, um, one of the players says, hey, Cumulo, do you have any good news for us? Because right now everything kind of sucks. And Cumulo says, uh, I hear giant ground sloths are no longer extinct. Uh, reintroducing prehistoric animals on Earth is illegal, of course, but the moon is ripe for ecological development. Um, which okay. becomes important, believe it or not. Yeah, <laughs> it does become important. Okay, um... So, Penelope was talking to Kay. Yes. Uh, because, uh, 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 V says, from your tweets, I can tell I do not agree with your politics, but you were in a mutual with Kevlar Peerless, and I need to get in contact with them. Kay says, why? Penelope says, I have something I need to tell them. Kay says, so, I don't know them either. Uh, Penelope says, you're in a mutual with them. They've blocked me. Can you pass a me- message along? Kevlar said, no, not Kevlar. Kay says, that highly depends on what the message is. Penelope says, I didn't get you fired. We both got framed. We need to talk. Kay says, you were framed. Penelope says, yes. Kay says, by who? Uh, 
Now, when P says that they want to know, they'll have to unblock me. K says, I want to know, and I haven't blocked you yet. Now, P says, the one who filled out the reinstatement form is Ian Randolph. K says, that's hilarious. Ian Randolph, of course, being Riley impersonating Ian Randolph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, and Penelope K being says, your OC. Yes. Yes. Penelope says, they didn't seem to understand why they couldn't get reinstated into the forum as Ian Randolph. Kay says, no, I'm sorry. It's, I mean, it's hilarious that they framed you and got you fired from Skytech. Penelope says, no, it's not. <laughs> Kay says, it kind of is, though. Also, it's super unethical for them to use a cash version of you as a moderator after firing the real thing. And then we talk about how much Skytech sucks. Kay tries to radicalize Penelope uh, uh, by talking about how the consciousness, the the archive consciousness should be uh, being compensated and Katal participants should be as well. Um, that Kevlar is not interested in hearing Penelope's message. Uh, a bunch of stuff about radicalization still. <laughs> Um, let's see. This is a long conversation. <laughs> yeah, I can. I, Kylex comes back into the Discord and like sums it up. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Here we go. Uh, in the description of my notes in the forum, there's something that might help. That's the clue into the to the password. Interesting. Okay. So. And as I think as this conversation is happening, we're trying to figure out how to help Shan because we're getting these like Polybius code messages that are like, I'm here. I don't know how to get out. Um, I'm still here in and out. And in Melissa's server, um, Shan is able to find Melissa's passwords mm-hmm. and gives them to us through a puzzle. And is like slowly figuring out how to ask us questions like not in Polybius. And it's like, hey, I don't know how long I've been in here. What day is it? Is Noct okay? Uh, and February 1st, I think, is is when we start getting the puzzles. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Penelope got Shanta to talk to Kylix by Caro, who said... Yes. Uh, we know each other. I have a couple of friends in the locksmith's union. <laughs> Which would become a running joke. Yeah. Yes. Colombo knows everyone in unions. Our friend Jay lives on the moon. P- Marn-, Marn is introduced at OC. Our-, our players are starting to develop characters. We're starting to look a lot more like a role-playing game. Um, and, you know, like a role-playing game, that means we're starting to get a little bit of bleed. Um, which is what we call it in tabletop uh, game design when... Uh, player emotions or when character stuff crosses over to affecting the emotions of a player, right? Yes. Um, And we've got a lot of consciousness switching going on. Um, And so we decided to implement a simple, like, safety check-in emoji system, uh, which I guess ARGs don't do, huh? Yeah, they kind of really don't. And I think that they should. I certainly have complicated feelings about safety tools in tabletop. Um, but yeah, we, we basically had a conversation with the player who was like, Hey, brain stuff, huh? And we're like, Oh yeah, we should probably make sure that everyone's on the same page about that. So we stepped out of character and introduced that. Yeah. So we have us a little like, yes, go ahead. 
uh, wait and no stop. It's like stoplight signal. Yeah. Basically, we we took took the game and said, hey, this is a game. This is not not a game. We could stop playing at any point and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, you know, I, not as super important to the plot of the game, but was important to us as players. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I thought it was good practice. Like, it, it made a lot of sense. Um, and was this when Kay joined the, the forum? Hold on. From... Yeah, Kay's I'm in really there. Mad just... that I, I'm really mad that I can't get into their Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is the 30th. So yes, this was the day that they that they joined the forum. Um, which I had to fucking make a whole separate Discord account. I was so <laughs> mad when Discord introduced, like, account profile switching after uh-huh. this and the Pepsi Navy ARG had ended yeah. because I yeah. spent several months like in early pandemic logging in and out of discords. Yeah, I just had I had my discord and then in my incognito browser I had a uh, browser discord where I had Shan up because uh, player Jay Lavender kept DMing Shan especially at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, asking a question of the day every day. Yeah. Um, yes, Kate, Kate came into the band channel on the 31st and said, I've been talking with Kevlar and Penelope. Kevlar wants to blow the whistle on the Catal program, and they have access to Skytech drone overrides codes. They seem to intend on using drones to break into Skytech's facilities. Penelope is looking for access back into the help forum, potentially disguised as her cached self. I'm under the impression that this would involve getting the current cached version fired. This is the lead into our dead drop. <laughs> That is yes. true. Which you should pull up those DMs part too, because you missed a pun or you missed an anagram that was very funny. <laughs> Wait, which DMs? The the ram infect drop. Oh my god! Yeah, I uh, yeah. <laughs> so I hope this is a a nightmare to edit. I'm sorry, yeah, Andrew. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Andrew's going to edit this. Sorry, Andrew. Oh, I'm trying no, to keep this Andrew. as linear as possible. <laughs> it's really hard. But it's like, we really didn't keep records. I don't even have like a password document. <laughs> yeah, you didn't ha- You didn't keep a password document. Every time we were like, okay, we need to get back into this email. You were like, oh, which Gmail did- does this password go to? Yeah, yeah. so... <laughs> So on February 1st, we got the Melissa password puzzle, which we were stuck on for like two weeks because it was just like a bunch of dots. <laughs> it was like white dots and black dots and like a couple phrases. And we were like, are they the phases? Like, are they moons? Are they like a light code? Like, oh, what- this is the train code. <laughs> yes. We could not fucking work out that it was a train code, uh, even though it, um, we literally had found, like, minutes before we got the puzzle, a command to bring up train videos. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, Shane had just been talking about trains for the past, like, week. Yeah. Yeah. In the same way and... that, like, Cumulo was talking about cyber chase. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, we got stuck on this for a really long time. Yeah, I don't remember what kind of train code it was, but I know that it had to do with trains. 
Well, we were also like the phrases that we got had to do with lo- like types of locks. So we were like, is this uh, yes. like a lock related puzzle? Um, and Shan was like giving us lock picking lawyer videos. <laughs> and we were like, what is yes. that? Like, and what it the was- fuck is going on? It was the number of an episode of Lockpicking Lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Having to do with that specific lock. And we literally got stuck on this puzzle for, I think, two weeks. Like, it was, yeah. it, everything stalled <laughs> because we got stuck on this. And also, behind um, the scenes, we were sick of puzzles. I think both of us yeah. at this point that were like, why, why is it this? Why is this what ARGs do? Um, and so we started doing different types of puzzle that were a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think that was the right decision. <laughs> and yeah. we go ahead. Oh no, we were only stuck on it for a week. I think we found it on the the sixth. It looks like, and we um we got into Melissa's uh we got into Melissa's files. We found like the record of all the cash consciousnesses that she had, which was like a bunch of. Uh, different Skytech workers, uh, her kids, Ian Randolph, Joy Berrycloth, and like a couple other people. Yeah, uh, her uh, her ex wife. <laughs> yeah, we found uh, the grant proposal for the time program, uh, which was like the sort of like original version of Catal, which created time loops. Uh, that could loop material objects and immaterial objects such as consciousnesses. Um, we found the grant proposal for Catal, and we found the performance review. Uh, Did you find these Mel- through the heist, though? No, we found this with Melissa's password. Okay, cool. Uh, the heist was, like, a week after this. Okay. I, I was looking at messages yeah. in the Discord. Uh Yes, we found Melissa's performance review, uh, and we found out that Catal was being shut down. Yes. By Skytech. And so we had to, we knew that we had to get Shan out of Catal before it shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had to get Shan's consciousness out of the cache and move it somewhere. And we were like... Well, where do we move it? <laughs> and we, I think at this point we're stuck on a on a puzzle in in Catal Two. I think that was the one that like someone like came in and solved and uh, and immediately left the ARG. <laughs> that one was fast. I think this was the moon binary one. Yes, this is the moon binary puzzle. Yeah, right. that one took forever. Yes, I am seeing references to Moon Puzzle in here. Yeah, this is the one where uh, new and full moons each represented either a one or a zero. Yeah, the dates of new and full moons in real life. The dates of moons and full moons in real life going out past 2044 and there was a link to a google calendar and it took forever for people to find any of the marked dates on the google calendar and then the puzzle also never got solved yeah yeah and so we stopped trying to do puzzles with code in them (laughs) yeah no i i I think that that was a good move Um, and it definitely stopped us from being stuck on things for like weeks yeah and 
also at this point we were like kind of messing around in Melissa's like homepage and we were like, well, how do we get Shan out of Katal and like where do we move the consciousness to? Uh and we were like, could we put it on a flash drive? Could we buy a duplica biofactory body? Could like is consciousness sharing with another person in the same body an option? And eventually, um Ellis, I think, said, Does Katal have physical servers? Could we just download you? Yeah. Uh, and Shan said, I want my own body back. If I need to take a duplicate body, then that's okay, I guess. But I want my body back. And Katal has physical servers, or it should anyway. Noct probably knows. And we were like, okay, um, we should, like, talk to other characters about this. Uh, and I think we, I think we talked to Noct about it. I don't have, like, I don't have the log of that. Yeah, I don't know. But I do have, on the 16th, uh, Kay was DMing Kevlar about doing this, like, drone heist, uh, mm-hmm. of, like, going into Skytech. What Kevlar wanted to do was go into Skytech, uh, via drones that Kevlar had the overrides for, take photos of a bunch of incriminating data and sell it to tabloids. Um, and Kevlar said, do you have RAM infect? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if this was before or after you guys messaged Andrew being like, does Martin have Minecraft? <laughs> um, I think this was before. Yeah, okay. here, here's our here's our RAM infect uh, logo. <laughs> RAM infect is an anagram like- of Minecraft. And we positioned yes, it yes. as the the premier hacking software of the future, being a Minecraft mod, a literal Minecraft mod. Which yeah, is it's just Minecraft. Funny. Uh, um, yes, here's my my image, which is entitled "Important Research." Uh, I'm messaging Andrew saying, "Hey, Andrew, this is an important question for the Skytech ARG. Does Martin play Minecraft?" Andrew says. I don't think so. Not actively anyways. Maybe secretly, but it's not something we've ever talked about. I know Riley does, though. And I said, okay, thank you. And Andrew said, happy to help. (laughs) So a a, a true fact about me is that I had never played Minecraft until March of last year. (laughs) You didn't own Minecraft. We made you buy Minecraft. Yes, you made me buy Minecraft. We expected someone would have Minecraft. Uh, but right, you bought well, it. it somebody else. <laughs> it ended up that uh, that Natalie and someone else came in and, and like did the Minecrafty stuff. Um, yes, because you got stuck in the first part of this world that we built because you couldn't figure out how to push buttons. <laughs> well, here, okay, here, from my end, I need to describe yeah, let's, what let's was go happening. Through what happened. Please do. Uh, I was at my wife's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> We were watching the eight-hour Pride and Prejudice BBC miniseries, and I was like, I guess I'm gonna play Minecraft and stream it on Twitch while this is happening. On a Twitch account you made for Kylix Entropy, correct? Yes, with with a Twitch account that I made specifically for this, and a Minecraft account that I made specifically for this. Uh, And I streamed it... And, and then didn't save the, the stream. Yes, I forgot to turn VODs on before I streamed it. Um, and 
Yes. And there is a video, though, but it's just... It was me doing a walkthrough. Yeah, it's you doing a walkthrough. Of the the area. Essentially, we built uh, a portion of the Skytech, like, headquarters. Um, It it was very cool, I will say. In Minecraft, there was a a maze section where I believe Uh NPCs had, like, you were being given directions around a physical location in DMs that you had to follow in-game. Yeah. Which was very cool. Yeah. The problem that we encountered, and the reason I think Natalie had to come in and be our, be our ringer, was that you didn't know how buttons worked in Minecraft, so you couldn't figure yep. out how to hit the the iron, how to open the iron door at the end of the maze, because you didn't realize you yep. had to right click. <laughs> I was also playing with a touchpad on my eight-year-old laptop. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, but... Etta is very good at redstone and uh, like rigged up some some levers and stuff. So there's a bunch of noise in the maze yes. because there are just like levers and trapdoors opening and closing everywhere. That was uh, very cool. And, and there was a command block, and when I think we had to like manually trigger something when you got to a specific point, we had to like press a button. <laughs> So, oh yeah, I re- I remember that y'all were just like in the server. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were in the server observing, and you got a a code that was like a passphrase that you had to translate and then type into the chat. Yeah, yeah, uh, we got we got a code that was in base sixty four, and it was yeah. strategy organization passion, and we had to type that into the chat to like get through a door. I think. Yeah, and then you got into the server room. And then there was an explosion. Yes, there, and... we got like a little cutscene, which was really fun. Yeah, as you yeah. remote operated the drone that was just the Minecraft character. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh, the two Noct's, I believe, uh-huh. in their their own Minecraft avatars crashed through the glass ceiling in the atrium. <laughs> yeah, and they they like came in. Did they steal stuff? Yeah, they took something. Yeah, they took they took something because we ended up with uh, Shan's consciousness and like three encrypted city data files and also some program files, um, and we decided that we were gonna send Kevlar uh, the encrypted files to decrypt, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and we messaged or Natalie messaged Noct and was like, "Hey, we have Shannon's consciousness." Um, and that was, that was the, the Minecraft dead drop, which was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we used Minecraft a few other times. Yes. Uh, Minecraft's good, (laughs) turns out. Minecraft is really fun for dead drops. Yeah. And that was, uh, Uh, that was the early part of Sky Technologies. (laughs) Oh, but there was also the, um, the data file, the twine that I made for downloading, uh, Shan's consciousness. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was the that was the next thing we got. We got uh, like you got you got shannontail.exe. <laughs> yes, shannontail.exe, which was a, a twine like a, a data file programmed in twine. Yeah, which is very cool. Thank you. Yeah, there are a few twines in this. This is one of them. It was a consciousness retrieval program. Great. Which I was like a coding on the bus home from class, <laughs> and DM to Natalie. And yeah, you had 
Yeah. He just didn't have a, a body for Shan because there were now two Nocts in, in Shan and Nocts bodies. Yes. Yeah, we needed like an extra body for Noct in Shan's body. Uh, yes. You also had to get Shan onto a physical thing. Yes, which we, we was... found out through the twine that like at the dinner that Shan had to pretend to be knocked at Melissa like got Shan alone and was able to cast Shannon's consciousness on a disc and like Great. swap it with knocked this cached older version of knocked yes uh and I think this is where things kind of slowed down because we're we're like entering early pandemic territory yeah yeah because the the dead drop was at like the beginning of march yeah we're in late february early march now um uh so we we came in and we were like knocked we found shan blah 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 um we got at some point hold on I'm, i'm scrolling down through february we got a duplicate biofactory catalog in early March, like as a PDF. Yeah. And I think in there was a phone number, uh, which was a Google voice number that I had connected to one of my friend's phones and I had given them a script and was talking to them in DMs while they were talking to the person who called, telling them what to say. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> You can you can just run an arc. You can just run an arc. You can just run an arc. Um Yeah, we got um so yeah, we got we got a duplicate biofactory uh catalog on the eighteenth. Um and we I think Ellis called or no, um Jay called the voicemail? Jay called. Yes. And then was very surprised when it was an actual person and not a pre-recorded voicemail. Yeah. And uh, and we checked in Heidi Hall and we were like, yo, does anybody want a duplicate biofactory body? <laughs> uh, and Noct said, I would prefer a body that doesn't immediately get confiscated as evidence in a major theft. <laughs> Because we were like, oh, you should steal your mom's credit card and use it to buy a duplicate biofactory body. Oh, yeah. Oh, also on the 19th of February, Sky Technologies Twitter account tweets, Sky Technologies is having a contest. Tweet with the hashtag, I love Sky Technologies because, and why you love Sky Technologies, and you'll have a chance to win a tour of the Sky Technologies (laughs) headquarters. Terms and addition apply. On the night, on also on March nineteenth or on March eighteenth, a full month after the Minecraft dead drop, yeah. f- message from me in Heidi Hole. I just realized Ram Infect is an anagram of Minecraft. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> right. And so Caro uh, applies for this tour thing, which comes back later. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Um. I mail you something physically in the mail. <laughs> yes, I uh, yeah. think that I think that was after this because we uh, we I, I'm looking at us kind of slowly realizing like what we were supposed to do with the duplicate biofactory thing, or at uh-huh. least we were like kind of working out that we needed to drop it into Minecraft somehow. But I don't think we 
knew how to do that yet. Yeah. Um, we um, also got the encrypted files back from Kevlar, and we realized that uh, the like the city program, which was like the extension of Katal, was basically like Skytech was going to use cached consciousnesses to make a robot army of uh of office workers and so kevlar was going to take that to the uh the tabloids and then penelope posted a screen cap of a tabloid with an article that said sky technologies what's your mind um, yes with an email to wikileaks 2 yeah <laughs> And the other headlines on this page are Groutsloth Rob's Moon Bank and 2044 is the year of the podcast, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a running thing. Yeah. And so I I think me and maybe a couple of other people emailed WikiLeaks too. Right, which is the name yeah. of the tabloid. Yes, and we're like, we were participants in Katal. Like, we want to give you information and that led to something where they were gonna do a podcast and then you guys never did it yeah this was our original plan for the finale of the ARG back when we were like let's wrap this up (laughs) um we were gonna have you come on a podcast while a bunch of other stuff went down during the recording um so that we'd have like a nice little record of the of the finale of the game and Yes, I believe at this point we DM'd Andrew and we're like, "Hey, do you want to do you want to be a a Skytech tabloid and <laughs> show up in a call with Marn where she's not expecting her co-host to be there <laughs> and host yeah. a fictional podcast?" <laughs> and then timing didn't work out, yeah. and then and COVID got we worse. asked Riley. And was and I was like, "Hey, Riley, how good of an impression of Andrew should you do?" <laughs> <laughs> that also didn't work out. That's so funny. Did you know that? Um, Did we tell you that at some point? I think you told me during the actual finale. Okay, yeah. yeah. Several years like, later. I, I did only find out about this like super recently. Um, This is also, I think Blake was like still being a mole for Melissa, like in, in character. Uh, and this was also... Uh, Kay got an email, I made a Gmail account for them, on March 4th that had their legal Christian name, uh, (laughs) because Blake had sent, like, I made a, like, work documentation for them, uh, and I was like, I'm gonna give this to you, Blake, so that you can leak it to Melissa, uh, so, like, to stay in her good graces and be like, this person was involved with the break-in, uh, and... Got an email to uh, Kay's email with their probably fine Hello. Uh, with their legal Christian name, uh, and which said, "I have it on good authority that you were involved in a break-in on a Sky Technology server facility and the subsequent leak of classified information. At this time, I am choosing not to turn you into the authorities on the condition that you are cooperative. Do we have an agreement?" And Kay said, "There is no one here by that name, and I don't think you can prove otherwise." Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of the one of the encrypted files you got from the city thing was this um how city works flyer post this in the kitchen, which is an incomprehensible set of clip art. Yeah, there was a lot of 
we made we made a lot bunch of documents that we gave you around this time because I know that Ian Rendell yeah. like speech log showed up around here, which was just a log of this. I we figured Riley kept mentioning this guy's name. We better just decide who he is in Skytech's history. So he just yeah gave a a bizarre capitalist speech. What else happened in March? You talked to Kubilo about gender identity and and how Kubilo <laughs> wanted to convert to Judaism. This email yeah. was so long. Yeah, this was like a period where kind of like not a lot was going on, like plot progression wise. But there are there were like a lot of just like little NPC moments going on in the background. Yeah, Kimilo mm. talks about getting into tangrams. Kimilo really loves tangrams. <laughs> yeah. The end of this email thread is great. Cases, it's surprising to me that you've managed to have not only one but two wives while apparently having very little regard for other human lives and consciousnesses. But I was just polite enough not to say anything sooner. <laughs> so my work life and my private life are separate. Uh, to which cases, I didn't know it was possible to only exercise empathy for other human beings in your personal life and not your work life. It just gets back. <laughs> this conversation is over. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, okay. I remember what happens next. Um, yes. The spindle wheel puzzle and you contacting Amphion right. come up. Was that yeah. before the the Minecraft stuff? <sighs> I don't... Oh, the spindle wheel puzzle was before because we generated a spindle wheel spread and linked that to you guys and was basically like, hey, figure out what happened at that dinner. <laughs> Here's... Here's a spindle wheel spread. What does this mean? Right, right. You were you were trying to figure out what happened, and then you were like, "I want." Cumulo mentioned that there's some AI network on Mars that originated as an oracular role playing game written by our real life friend uh, Sasha Renault um, that you could consult. Very flimsy justification for, hey, you can use tarot cards in this game and they'll be true. Uh (laughs) (laughs) That's very funny. Yeah, I think... Yes, so this is like, we got the rules for the Skytech tour uh, and we got the spindle wheel stuff around this time. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Yeah, we were incorporating more and more tabletop stuff. Because the rules for the Skytech tour was a hack of a uh, role-playing game by Meg and Vincent Baker called uh, it's the Doom Pilgrim game. Doom, Doomed Pilgrim games, if you know those. Basically, a set of questions for like wandering around a, a post-apocalyptic landscape that you, you talk back and forth in, um, which we just turned into, this is how you have a, a tour of the Skytech headquarters in, a, in another Discord channel. Which took a real-life year. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that took a real life year. Uh, on March 21st, we finally called the Duplica line. It took us like a week to do it. Yeah. Um, because nobody actually wanted to call it. Uh, and they were like, <laughs> okay, like, give us an address to like ship the, the stuff to. Uh, I gave y'all my address. Yes. Privately. You gave like, uh, I gave like a, a- fake. Yes. And then I messaged you being like, hey, is that a real address? Yes. And I was uh, like, no, I have something that I address. actually do want to send to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, no, 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 here's my real address if you want to send like an actual thing. Um, we like went through the catalog uh, on on voice 
um, and, like, picked a body. We, like, hacked someone's bank account to get yeah, money Yeah, you hacked Chaparral. His, his last name was Chaparral, and you... I don't remember how you got his bank information, but you did. <laughs> I also don't remember yep, that part. Some, I just like remember some we guy. stole someone's bank account. Yeah, and yeah, and then you got in touch with Amphion, who is this Duplica Biofactory employee. Yes. So the the package came, um, and that was how I believe we got in touch with Amphion because it was I still have it. Like it it is in my apartment. Uh, it was a sealed letter, and like a computer part that had a bunch of like code etched into it yeah um i had a bunch of dead laptops and i had taken out some some parts that i thought looked cool and then i just kind of smashed them all together and etched with a paperclip a code yeah, it uh, had into a, the body of it. Yes, it had. Uh, so it had a letter that was just like, "Hey, thank you for purchasing from Duplica." Blah blah blah. Uh, it had pig pen etched into it, and also a grid. Yes, uh, a, this was the periodic table puzzle. Yes, the the pig pen said, "Look inside from a friend," uh, and there were two. Like, I was able to like pull apart the like large piece of metal basically that came to me in the mail um this was this was like very very early pandemic because this was when i was working from home i remember taking pictures of this in the middle of my work day uh and it had like a bunch of shit like taped inside of it and like glued down inside of it um and I including a fucked up flash drive that didn't have a body that i found in high school and just had kept (laughs) yeah and so yeah one of the things taped down was a flash drive and it had a readme file and an html file called consciousness storage compromised uh and i think i uploaded both of those to google docs uh one of them is consciousness storage compromised is a twine file uh and the password protected yes and the README was, uh, this, the other file on this drive contains access to Cobalt cache storage. You'll be able to get into the cache's edit, which is Melissa, has stored to an extent. You have no reason to trust me, but believe me, doing this is putting me in a lot of danger, and I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't trust you to play fair with the information given. If you do trust me, we'll be able to communicate soon, Amphion. Uh, and play fair was all one word. Uh, and yes. we realized that... Uh, we needed to so we realized that we needed to solve a playfair cipher at some point um the but the password for the twine was not a playfair cipher it was a periodic element like a periodic table cipher um because the periodic table was also etched into that metal piece that i got in the mail yeah, because there was a grid on it, and I was like, you can make a periodic table out of this. And then I marked elements, which spelled solidarity. Yes, which was very fun. And that was the password to get us into the conscious of storage, which we went through. Uh, we found that Melissa could edit and like delete cached consciousnesses as well. 
some of the options were linked to her DNAs. Uh, and there was also hidden text from Amphion uh, saying that uh, we could find another way to contact them. Uh, which was Signal, the <laughs> the encrypted messaging software. So I did make several people make Signal accounts. Yeah. <laughs> because Amphion I, refused I, to talk to anybody any other way. That was very funny. Uh, there was also a chess puzzle on, on yeah. this one. I and don't we, think it was a puzzle. I think it was just a chess game. Okay. And we found out that Joy Berrycloth was dead. But her consciousness had been cached, and Skytech had a policy against just like announcing that like their CEO was dead, <laughs> or like yeah. their former CEO had died. Yeah, Joy Berrycloth, not Judas Berrycloth. Yes, the Joy, yes. Uh, and that Ian Randolph's consciousness was also cached, and this is where we get the uh, the end of the moving walkway speech from ian randolph which etta wrote and i think about every time i'm in an airport and see a moving walkway i wish i knew where that was because that's a great little paragraph (laughs) um i can dig it out of consciousness storage compromised it might take me a little bit so where we where we found the playfair cipher was like there was hidden text in the twine that we had to run playfair on and it decoded to a string of numbers written in text and we were like oh it's a phone number uh and that was how we found the signal number uh we were like oh it's a phone number no it's a signal number because we literally got text that was like hey you signal basically (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so while this like cash consciousness stuff was happening. And while we were texting Amphion, um, we got the spindle wheel reading, uh, Shan won a raffle for like a free reading. And that was how we got it actually. Uh, (laughs) and we realized after we finished interpreting it, which took a really long time, uh, one of the cards had changed to a Twitter based Beal cipher. Yeah. Uh, Which is, like, you... How do I explain a Beale cipher? It's fucking, uh... It's, it's, it's basically a book cipher. It tells you, like, the location, uh... Mm. The, like, the word and the letter, basically. Um, and so that decoded to... Stuck in Duplica Compound, exploring back channels with Amphion, found a huge bioprinter... Can't access from here, but holy shit, if I right. could, it would be mech time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, knocked. What a gamer. <laughs> and that led us to the second Minecraft thing that we did, which was build knocked a new body in Minecraft. Yeah. Which is how we got two other people in, uh, Rufus and Janie, as Dade Cool and Crash Override. Yeah, two uh, of our friends hopped on the board wizards. specifically because they were like, "Hell yeah, we wanna, we wanna build a, a mech body for a space also hacker." The, also, the lead into being able to build the body involved a parkour puzzle in Minecraft and again the person who first got into the Minecraft server Jay uh, did not have a lot of experience with Minecraft 
and was having a bad time trying to figure out how to parkour on ice. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching that. That was one where I was like, I am cozy in bed and I'm not going to like boot up Minecraft and try to figure it out. Everybody else gets to deal with this. Yeah. And I think Caro at the same time was like interviewing Noct about, or the second Noct about like, what, what type of body do you want? And Noct just yeah. kept saying more stuff. Antlers? What if I was a snake? Big shoulder pads? No. Lots of zippers. Can a mech have Velcro? <laughs> um, which to Danny and Rufus's credit, um, they delivered on. They they built a big mech, tried to do all of those things. <laughs> yeah, it, it's are, incredible. There are moon boots. Yeah, yes. moon uh, shoes. There's an aquarium in in the chest of the mech. There are antlers, there's a gun, there are, like, five swords. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's, they did a good job. It's genuinely great. <laughs> um, there's a reference to the Ozymandias poem at the bottom. <laughs> I met a traveler from Skytech land. <laughs> he said a vast and fresh built trucks of codes dance and ram effect. What a silly game. Um. <laughs> yeah, inside of the head, there's a little bed that says, always remember to be true to yourself, always remember fuck em up, baddies. <laughs> I'm just finding more things Noct was saying about, like, wh- what what she wanted her body to look like. Can you make me look yeah. bus- business casual? You don't give, <laughs> just don't give me hair like my mom. What about a brutalist vibe, but, like, sleek? Have you seen Inspector Gadget? You know the mascot from Cheetos? <laughs> just... <laughs> Uh, and then we um, commissioned Sasha, designer of Spindle Wheel, to yeah. draw this mech, which was really good. Which we gave you uh, like a week later in a in a tweeted out news headline um, <laughs> that had that image as a police sketch for this mech that randomly printed a duplica yep. and escaped. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. It's amazing so all of that to solve the fact that we accidentally ended up with three characters and two buddies yeah yeah <laughs> and okay so we we solved that and simultaneously Columbo was on this sky tech tour for several days this was like end of march <laughs> through may this tour was happening yeah just play by uh, post role playing going on a yeah, tour it was with sky a- tech. Yeah, it was a play-by-post tour of SkyTech that was happening in the Discord channel. Like, all of us could see it, but only Caro and you guys could actually type in there. Um, I don't really know how to explain what happened in this. I don't remember what happened, to be honest. I just remember I made some, like, shitty union-busting posters for Caro to find. <laughs> there, were, yeah. there were eggs involved? Yeah, um, Car- Columbo picked up... Uh, some eggs and had uh, two eggs and a, a reed lathe and an egg display. Kara was <laughs> yeah. doing some fun role playing uh, as, yeah. as this little virtual drone getting a tour of Skytech via yeah. text and input. Basically, like the important thing that we learned was that Katal had been cancelled and there was something called Project Echo uh, coming up and uh, people with Katal clearance would be able to like get in on it. And, like, be a participant. Um, I think that was the important takeaway. There was there was other stuff. Yeah. That sounds right to me. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and Project Echo started mid-May, I believe. Yeah, uh, May 20th is when Project Echo started. And a bunch of us got emails that were like, hey, welcome to Project Echo. Uh, and... Oh, this is when I brought in my other NPC, because I didn't want to do Echo as myself. I was just like, fuck it, other NPC. I brought in Kay's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, throughout this, we'd just kind of been encouraging the players to do more roleplay. Yeah. Like, the, the important thing to communicate about the, the Oracle deck puzzles was there wasn't a correct answer. We just said, hey, interpret what this means and it'll be true because these NPC that gave you an Oracle deck is right in the universe. Um, so yeah, people were okay, really I getting f- into I found character. the speech, which was the, the Ian Randolph speech, which was given to some kindergartners, I think. Oh my God. Um, and also Ian Randolph's to-do list, which involved uh, some stuff about oranges because we had in digging through some things found that one of the people who helped doing helped do the Pepsi logo redesign yes had written a book and in the beginning of the book he had talked about how he eats like twenty oranges a day yeah I think about that <laughs> fucking all the time it's an amazing piece of <laughs> literature. <laughs> I hope that Ghost Rider got so rich. <laughs> and that his hands are always orange because he eats so many oranges and every hotel he goes to, he needs a basket of oranges on his desk. It's just... Real man. so much. So much. Real man who led a disastrous redesign of the Tropicana <laughs> bottle. <laughs> oh, yeah, he also did that. <sighs> Okay, do we want to read the Ian Randolph thing, or should we just move yeah, on? Yeah, go for it. Okay, go, go for ahead. it. Yeah, um, let me get it open again. Okay, uh, back when I was just a little thing, no bigger than some of you are now, I used to spend a lot of time in airports. See, my father was a very important businessman in a company at a place called Wisconsin, but our family lived in a place called Chicago, and the easiest way to get from one place to the other was by airplane. Heck, maybe it still is. Anyway, when I was about 14, father started bringing me along with him when he went to meetings so I could learn just what it was exactly he did all day. I didn't like that one bit. Every Tuesday, he'd wake me up before sunrise, which was earlier back then, by the way, and off to the airport we went. They had these big, long conveyor belts there to stand on that seemed to go on forever. And they talked to you. The moving walkway is ending. Watch your step. That sort of thing. And all day long, while I waited for Father to be done with his meeting, those words would bounce around in my skull. And then one day I got to thinking, what if the moving walkway didn't end after all? What if it never did? What if it stretched on forever? Why, then maybe we wouldn't need airplanes after all. Well, from that day forward, I didn't doze off during father's meetings. I listened, and that little spark ignited a fire inside me, the very same fire that burns today in the engine 2,000 feet beneath this very classroom. Do you get what I'm saying, kids? Do you? Yep. You know, normal normal things. Normal things to say to kindergartners. <laughs> no. Did that lead anywhere? No. <laughs> no. no. Absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, but... There you go, Riley. You say you say a character's name enough times. <laughs> they, they give a speech about moving walkways. <laughs> yep. Uh, so so May twentieth, we all got our echo emails, and they were 
different questionnaires that we had to fill out. It was not like Catal where we had to like solve a puzzle. It was just like we got emailed different questionnaires. And every time all of us had filled them out, uh, the... There was like a leaderboard. You yes, got messaged a, with your score. Yeah, yeah, Sky Danielle, the bot, would uh, would update the leaderboard uh, in the echo chamber channel of the Discord. The questions were mostly uh, nonsense. Yeah. Yes, they were. This was at like the beginning of like neural net generated text being something that you could just do online, and we got some neural net large language model to generate a bunch of questions, which we then distributed yeah. into like 15 surveys. They were very yeah, funny. And, and, I, I wish we hadn't used that tech. Yeah. Some of them were like on a scale of one to 10, how would you describe your sexual orientation uh, in your general perception? Is there a significant, cor- significant correlation between human suffering and the number of sunsets that occur each day? <laughs> Uh, uh, yes. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, how confident are you in your ability to control your blood pressure? <laughs> Why do you think the number of teeth is never ever more than twenty-four or less than twenty-four, depending on the situation? And why all over the world does the number of teeth increase? Um, my favorite one is what was the last thing you looked at and then decided I don't want to look at this again. <laughs> Which is something that I say in my real life. I do often see something and then say, I don't want to look at this again. Um, And Cumulo had also signed up as a participant. So it was in like the echo chamber talking to us. Right. The Skytech Twitter also changed its profile picture on May 10th to a blue brain with a a loopy B on it instead of the Skytech logo before and updated its... uh, cover photo to a google form screenshot of the question how do you feel about cryptocurrency um (laughs) with the numbers one to nine as the options (laughs) yeah and i one of my favorite things (laughs) so i think we uh we figured out pretty quickly that like the questions were written by neural net and then we started trying to figure out what the scores meant uh, we we kept like answering the questionnaires, looking at the leaderboards, and being like, "What is the correlation here that we're not seeing?" Yeah, yeah. So it was the number of bees in yes. a particular answer correlated to the score. I did plot some of these because I was taking a class where I was learning how to use R, but. <laughs> <laughs> statistical software so here's a graph of rounds uh one two into uh one two three into four and the number of bees per name and you can see that they are uh it's on a logarithmic scale you can see that it's pretty low except for number four where crash override figured out what it was and then in the next round uh you can see uh truly how many bees crash override put in and it's like a hundred thousand yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um yeah so we we figured it out i think between rounds two and three because you can mm-hmm. see where the number of bees for <laughs> questionnaire goes up <laughs> yep <laughs> 
And um, I think it, I think we had also been kind of like talking to Penelope and Kevlar and like trying to figure out what like the purpose of this program was yeah. and like how it tied into cryptocurrency. Um, and Penelope wasn't telling us cause she like wanted her, her job back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think Kev knew. Yeah. Kevlar didn't know Penelope like vaguely knew, but wasn't like, wasn't telling us. Um, and we, I'm scrolling past a lot of leaderboard messages. I'm just scrolling past Rufus and Janie's <laughs> characters, Crash Override and Dave Zero and Cool Murphy, who are, I believe, names <laughs> from the movie Hackers that they just yeah, chose yeah, to use. Yeah, the names from the movie Hackers, 1995. <laughs> they continue to hang out. They're talking to Cumulo about the, the, the ground sloth bank robbery on the moon that was in that headline. Which continues to become more important. <laughs> Columbo um, says, I actually have some good friends in the Sloth Union. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I. So, this is around the time I got the email about being on the WikiLeaks 2 podcast, because right. I, I see myself talking about that in there. Uh, and then Skytech in June uh, posted. Uh, a, a tweet that says Sky Technologies is excited to publicly announce and make available Brycoin, our new cryptocurrency named in honor of our founder and first CEO, Joy Barrycloth. Our Genesis block includes the text Sky's the Limit, also in honor of her. Brycoin can be used to purchase many products, including the book Sky's the Limit. We at Sky Technologies hope that you will celebrate pride with us by purchasing limited edition Sky Technologies merchandise only with Brycoin. While spending and mining Brycoin, keep an eye out for Brycoin Together special Brycoin, which are only available for the month of June. Brycoin Together are identical to Brycoin in value, but can only be spent during the month of June. And they changed uh, their icon to a pride icon of the Brycoin logo. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Around this time, everyone's just trying to get Cumulo to pick a persona as well. Yeah, Someone asks, uh-huh. what's your strongest mollusk opinion? And Cumulo says, slugs! With four exclamation points. <laughs> uh, this is also when Jay was purchasing a moon on, on Craigslist from Penelope. Oh, yes, God. from from Penelope, this moon was a bane of our existence for like two years. Um, moon, 200 bright coins, scenic L3. The moon has recently come into possession of my family. It once belonged to my grandmother, and as she was a famed eccentric, it may hold secrets. I am not liable for any moon and or dust-related injury or illness that may occur. Contain small parts, bright coin only, will pay for shipping. So... Why did we initially put that listing up on on Penelope's Twitter? Because I don't remember. Was it just because... that we wanted an excuse to use your your favorite scenic L three joke about how uh, a, a designated point <laughs> in outer space could be a scenic location? Yeah, a designated point in in the middle of nowhere, opposite the Earth, on the opposite side of the <laughs> the sun. Um, I think it was because you had this moon lamp that we were thinking we could mark different parts of the moon and then uh, use that as a puzzle. Right. We were going to do a, yes, like a, a constellations and, and sky charts puzzle with this yeah. this little glowy moon lamp that I was going to ship to someone if someone decided to purchase the this Craigslist listing with a blurry photo of it. And then yeah. I got really depressed and burnt out 
and also moved across the country. <laughs> yeah, we were also, this is when we started mining Brycoin, right? Yep. Yeah, so this so, is where you could mine Brycoin by saying the letter B in a yeah. channel, which was a mistake. And that's about yeah, we, all that happened for the next year. <laughs> yes, literally yes. just a year. Uh, also, uh, you could talk to Skykerchief, who was uh, me on a third Discord account, yes, uh, and request items and then purchase items. Uh, one of the items was a password book, which people were very excited about until they found out that it was just a notebook where you could put your own passwords. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm looking for the catalog. So yes, there was a there was a channel called Brycoin Gen, and it was just a tally bot that would tally every single time we said the letter B. Yep. Uh, which I I stole briefly for a Pepsi Navy thing as well. Uh, <laughs> and there was also a catalog that we could order from that we used to purchase like Skytech server space, uh, a password notebook and a couple of other things. And there were like things that we actually like really wanted from the catalog, uh, that required a lot of Brycoin. So a lot of that channel for literally, I think a year or more was just, all of us posting the letter B. Yep. Yep. And to be clear, like none of those limited were puzzles. My Discord. That was you would be like, "Could we have this?" And then L would come up with a price, and then you would try to say B enough times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would be uh, from Sky Kurt. Uh. Oh, there was there was some other stuff during this time though. There was uh, we. We got disconnected the book of poetry that you wrote, L. Yes, oh, yeah. I, I wrote a book of poetry. Yeah, hold up. We got to talk about disconnected. <laughs> yeah, in, in July, we got disconnected. Yeah. So Jay had been messaging Shan and asking questions during the, the beginning of the pandemic. And one of the questions was like, hey, what's your favorite book? And I made up a book of poetry called Disconnected, written by a seated consciousness. Seated and consciousness then, being AI's like cumulo. Yeah. Yeah. And then I wrote some poems from it and like would send them to Jaya Shan being like, hey, here's an excerpt from Disconnected. And then I just wrote a book of poetry. <laughs> um and then I got some uh, generated art from uh, the person who programmed the Ink Snails bot. I was like, "Hey, I wrote this book of poetry. I think that your that the Ink Snails would look really cool. Uh, can I use some of them?" And then I got like a hundred of them. And put them in the book, and then I publish it on itch.io. You can buy it or grab a community copy. I think it's good. Yeah, to be yeah, clear, when should. we say a book of poetry, we mean L wrote, like, 100 pages of poetry about yes. Ernest, what it means to be a robot, and autism, and capitalism, and uh, seated consciousnesses being expanded as an yeah. idea. Yeah, these little yeah, robots that are really basically conceit. extrapolated from lines of code yeah, instructions. The, like the DNA. conceit is that disconnected was uploaded to a defunct forum, which was then taken down, and bits of it were 
saved and spread about, very much inspired by how people would send around copies of the images they saved from the webcomic Pictures for Sad Children, mm-hmm, which had been mm-hmm. like wiped from the internet. Oh, sure. And how there was like a book club where people would send copies that they gotten from the Kickstarter so that other people could like reread parts of Pictures for Sad Children. Um and yeah, I describe it as a book of poetry set in the near future and written from the perspective of an AI. It reflects many of my experiences as someone who is non-binary, neurodivergent, and disabled. Uh, that existed within the Skytech universe and also yes. Yes. was not a puzzle. Was just a 100-page nope. book. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a book, not a puzzle. It was used for a puzzle. Yeah. Um, it was used as a, as a book cipher, but uh, it was not itself a puzzle. <laughs> I just wrote a book. <laughs> so in July, we got that. And we also got Kevlar tweeted, uh, well, I have been apprehended by Sky Technology Security. <laughs> Suppose this is my one allotted tweet. Not sure what else to say, who to tag. Don't think I am getting my job back anytime soon. If you're reading this, <laughs> hey, I'm okay, I guess, for now. Lots of questions and surveys to fill out. To which Riley replied, hey, Kev, I've been doing a lot of thinking recently. I'm sorry for getting you fired. <laughs> Riley had not engaged with the arc at all in about six months at this point <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh good i love kev what a sad thing so, yeah. and then in august wait yes no, go ahead go ahead oh i was gonna say in august uh shannon recovered some documents that uh colombo had stolen from the sky tech tour which were like annotated echo testing documents uh, yeah, things that I had like, I printed out and then wrote all over them and then scanned them back in. <laughs> yeah, uh, which was just like a bunch of like scientific documentation on like Tall and Echo and the City program. Uh, and from that we got skytechnologies.neocity.org, which I don't think actually led anywhere. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, um, I did like a little bit of it, of stuff on there, but uh. Basically, it never got used to anything. Yeah, There's it's some got music a, a on funky, there. silly music audio file that I made. Yeah, that's hidden. That's hidden in there. Um, yeah, basically, what you got from that is a better understanding that Echo is um, Skytech taking uh, the failed Catal project and being like, "All right, well, we're in people's brains. How can we turn this into a profit? Well, if we yeah. can use their." Thinking of the letter B is proof of work. We could make it into a cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Uh, and then we did nothing for several months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, at some point, I uh, hijacked your idea for a place for a dead drop. You did, yes. <laughs> I... one of my cousins sent my parents and i eight pounds of babka for hanukkah uh and we could not eat that much babka so i messaged everybody i knew who lived within driving distance asking if they wanted some babka and you said yes so we met up on the university of maryland campus at the Jim Henson plus Kermit the Frog statue. <laughs> and I gave you a card with a puzzle and a bobcat. <laughs> this is the musical score puzzle, right? 
Yes. This is the musical score puzzle plus an additional puzzle which nobody ever solved yeah, because which it never was too obtuse. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was a card that had a musical score, a uh a constellation and a like a drawing of a a, a butterfly. Of a Pokemon. Yeah, it was a beautifly. Yeah. Um and the musical score we realized was uh the notes broke down into Morse code. Is that right? No. No. Um, I'm I'm just looking at our notes. We, it was something about the short notes and the long notes was how we decoded it. I'm pretty sure that the position and the on the staff also mattered. Yeah, this was all UL. Yes. Yeah. This is just me being like, hey, what cool ciphers are there? Oh. I'll just I'll do this one and hope that people figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it was it was the position on the staff and then it was the Polybius square cipher. We had to like put it yeah. through. Sure. So uh, it's translated to long time no talk, still interested, contact us here. Which is just Elle and I saying, Hey, we're still alive. Yeah. What was yes. the what was the Pokemon cipher? Um, so it was supposed to give you a Proton Mail address. Uh, <laughs> there's a proton on there, which is supposed to indicate proton mail. I have no memory and then of this. <laughs> a uh, a star in a constellation plus some numbers, which was the poke of the Pokedex entry number for Beautifly plus the number four because the square has four quarters. Why Pokemon? Um, Did Pokemon come up because it had. It had numbers in it. Okay. And I thought mm. that I could draw a Pokemon. <laughs> I know we, at some point, we it became true in the Skytech universe that Digimon Digimon were real, but Pokemon were a fictional yes. species. Yes. I do vaguely remember that, yes. Digimon are real. <laughs> so we did not finish solving that, and then a no. calendar year passed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh... Cut to November 2021? Yes, November 2021. Uh, Shan tweeted a book cipher from uh, Disconnected. What a terrible year, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty bad one. Pretty bad one. I I, I vaguely remember this because this was like right when I had to go back into the office. Yeah. Um. So I like did not engage with a lot of this like particular puzzle. Uh. And it was, so yeah, it was a book cipher for Disconnected that translated to, sorry for the absence, things have been wild, talk soon. And then Jay got the moon right. a couple yes, days later so and posted up, pictures of it. Yeah. Yes, I Jay had purchased the moon person. several years ago. Jay, we did not know at the beginning of this ARG, is now a friend of both of us. Uh, and yeah, yeah. you happened <laughs> to be cool. meeting up with, with, with Jay. Not for Skytech reasons. Yeah. And said, oh, hey, we yeah. can do a Skytech uh, thing. <laughs> yeah, Jay was visiting family in Maryland. Uh, I drove up. We wandered around a park. Uh, we visited a very cool bookstore. And uh, then I handed them the one of two physical copies of Disconnected that exist that I printed out at a, at a UPS store, uh, put in a binder, and a moon. Oh, I yep. had to go on errands. This is like right before Thanksgiving. And I had to like pick up some stuff for my mom for 
cooking. And then I also went to a craft store and I got white balloons and uh, glitter letters, which I (laughs) then meticulously picked out. So they spelled, oh no. And I just put (laughs) the ones that said, oh no, into the balloon. (laughs) I think it actually says, uh oh, because I've seen years in there. uh Yeah, it says, uh oh, as a reference to (laughs) the thing that that Edda was going to do before before she got scooped by Blazeball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Caro and Rufus and I had invented a, a Twitter version of Blazeball that was going to have a team called the Las Vegas Uh-Ohs. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and the emoji for that was the, was the smiling mood. <laughs> At this point, like, uh, everyone who was still playing the game was our friend. We were, yes. we were just having fun. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you, you uh, gave there was a little. You gave Jay a, a balloon with some circles drawn on it, and said, "Hey, yep, we owe you the moon. Here be... it is." Yeah, there's supposed to be some uh, some craters and stuff, which I didn't do a great job of. But you know, yes, it's and a then... balloon. And then Jay popped the 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 moon. <laughs> yeah, Jay immediately destroyed it. There was a thing inside that said, "The moon has been destroyed," with a little logo that said, "Shoot the moon." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's how the moon got destroyed. Yes. And and that's how uh, the ARG became a legal drama, briefly. Oh my god, right. Jay, yeah. Jay decided to sue Penelope, mm-hmm. uh, because moons aren't supposed to fall apart like that, uh, and messaged Penelope and said... Uh, Dear Penelope, I'm writing to you about the moon I recently received, which I had purchased from you. I believe you delivered the wrong object to me, or you were possibly lied to by your family member. Either way, the moon that I was given imploded the second its surface was punctured, which is not how a moon is supposed to behave. Do you have an explanation for this phenomenon, or should I prepare to move forward in court? <laughs> Did we ever establish uh, what a moon is in the Skytech universe? Besides no, that there's one so. which is not the original moon that has the ground slugs and people living on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did not. Great, yeah. just checking. Let's move on. Uh, Penelope said, you'll have to prove wrongdoing on my part in big claims court first. I hope your lawyer is ready to bring the heat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another instance of us um, calling the players bluff. <laughs> yeah, and Jay got a lawyer confirmation form uh, yep. for aggregated solar systems big claims court. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so um, I had gotten into pro wrestling (laughs) since the beginning of this ARG and I thought that it would be extremely funny to have them settle this in a court of law of the wrestling ring as simulated by the video game WWE 2K19 yeah and the the way that in in which this is expressed in the lawyer confirmation form is it's basically asking that person to build their character in the game. In the form of dry demographic information about your lawyer as in, you know, as you would expect from sky technologies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There is one, there is a section for title and it has the typical ones. And then Dr. DMD and Dr. Other. Uh, that is a reference to the wrestler Britt Baker DMD, who is a real dentist in oh real God. life. <laughs> yeah, you also had to rate your lawyer on a scale of one to ten for a number of attributes. 
uh, prideful, the ego- uh-huh. egotistical arms, you'd say, are their arms weak to powerful, sickly to strong, poor form to good form, not durable to durable, all of which directly corresponded to stats that we input into uh, the video game. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and you had to put your, your signature, your date, and the notary's mark, which was just a W. Um, Ellis was the one who decided to step up as a lawyer. Yeah, we left uh, it to the players to, to, to find their own lawyer, so someone had to go be one. Yeah. yeah. Yes, because Kevlar was obligated to defend Penelope in court uh, as a part of their uh, sentence for breaking into Skytech. I don't think they, they knew were... that yet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, we didn't we didn't know this until like very soon before the actual court case happened. Yeah. Uh but Ellis ended up representing Jay in the court of law. Yeah. And based on uh, Ellis's input options, we ended up with uh a blue haired wizard with a lot of muscles. <laughs> I, yep. I do there is a good bit in here where uh, Jay had to fill out a form that's to request a hearing date and time and said, hey, can anybody notarize this for me? And Carol as Columbo said, luckily for you, I am a notary. One second. And just added huge text that says, it's me, your friend, pal, Columbo. <laughs> and that was also the day that we found out that Kevlar was the lawyer because... Uh, Kevlar is named in the case on here. Yes, as the uh, the defendant's lawyer. Is this good radio? <laughs> Argonauts listeners, how will you do it? <laughs> you hey, don't have to it keep going, listening. Everybody? It is about to get better again. <laughs> and yeah. uh, January 13th, 2022 was the court case. Yes. Well, on uh, a I... Twitch channel called C-SPAN 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got uh, Brian of Standing Stones uh, to do the, the wrestling commentary for this. <laughs> yeah, they had to also uh, provide an opening statement, which was just cutting a promo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which then uh, Brian read... And also entrance music, and I did miss the entrance music for the wizard Ellis. Uh, I don't remember what Kevlar's was, but I do have the Audacity file for it, so I'm just gonna play it I real have, quick for myself. I do have the transcript of it, it's in the Discord. Oh, you're talking okay. about the entrance music. The promos, yeah, the yeah. promos are here. Yeah, I know this there's is what a judge's a- gavel in it. This is when it was established that Kevlar is a, a cat boy, right? Yes. Yeah. So this is what straight people look normal. like in the future. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that the Kevlar and was once a big lawyer in the ring and then had a knee injury and retired. Yeah. And uh, and Kevlar ended up winning the the court case. Which wasn't yeah, scripted. It just uh, happened. Kevlar- yeah. Yeah. Should have chosen Kevlar more powerful was too arms. Slippery. Yeah. There was there was a slippery stat and I made Kevlar too slippery. Oh god, yeah. It was just <laughs> the oiliest 
like muscle twink. Yeah. But but um, but straight yeah, and boring and a corporate employee. <laughs> yeah, there are two separate sliders. There's a slider for oil and then there is a slider for slipperiness, and the slipperiness is how easily you can get out of a pit. Oh my god. I made Kevlar too slippery. Also, uh most of uh, Ellis's moves had the word wizard in them. You can pick <laughs> words and there is a wrestling move called a shining wizard, which which Ellis did have. I can oh read Cowboy's promo if you like. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Good start. Today I will show how Penelope Query has pulled a classic moon trick upon my... Oh no, this is Ellis's, right? Yeah. Um, this is... Okay. I'm, today I will show how Penelope Query has pulled a classic moon trick on my client, Jay Lavender Sky, uh, selling them a bogus moon without disclosing it, its unsound uh, status and deceiving my client regarding the amount of secrets enclosed within the moon. <laughs> when my client performed a natural probing maneuver uh, following flying resource acquisition central council standards, the moon exploded without providing any secrets, causing damage to my client's reputation. Although Penelope Query claimed no liability in the initial advertisement this is not a viable this is not viable without the client's signature on the bill of sale furthermore deceiving others about a moon about a moon is a moon trick a heinous crime i question whether this moon even belonged to her grandmother um due to what i have explained my client must have their 200 brycoin returned along with the secret of equal value to the one traded during initial talks they should be paid reputation damages regarding the moon trick of no less than 200 additional brycoin or equivalent value. Thank you, everyone. I hope we all have a lot of fun today. <laughs> I would have loved to know what a secret, what that secret would have been if it had gone the other way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Kev's, Kev's promo was, good afternoon, judges, jurors, and esteemed big claims court superfans. I am here today respect representing the defendant, Penelope Query. Let me start by asking a question. What does it take to be a good lawyer? Big muscles, hard fists, sure. A strict workout regimen, maybe. A willingness to fight to beat the opposition into the ground, absolutely. But let's be honest, the world is full of good lawyers. I am not one of them. My name is Kevlar Peerless. You may know it. Years ago, it was a name that demanded respect in a courtroom. A name that won cases. A name that won titles. I was a good lawyer. I am not now who I was then. I'm more. After years of corporate desk jobs and forum moderation, I have what separates the good from the great. I am thorough. I am humorless. I am anal. I am precise and exact and exacting. And my punches carry the weight of centuries of excruciatingly dense legal precedent. So yes, I retired. And since then, I've been hired and fired more times than I can count. But I'm back and wired as ever. Needless to say, the plaintiff's claims regarding the sale and subsequent delivery of one entirely authentic moon by my client are absurd and unfounded, and I will demonstrate as such in the ring. This case is as bulletproof as my skin. Thank you. God. So, yeah, so Kevlar won, um, Penelope won. This is also when Kara started making uh, achievements for the <laughs> for the <Yes>! AMG. <laughs> yeah. We got... Like, little, like, Xbox achievements. Uh, what was court mixed martial participate in a trial in the aggregated solar system's big claims court? Uh, Benedict Arnold obtained one or more eggs during the Sky Technologies gateway tour, and Bad Moon Rising punctured the surface of the moon. Yeah, these are just little <laughs> fully graphic-designed pop-ups that Kara started posting in chat. With yep. the, yeah, with, like, game icon things on them. 
uh, and then uh, Jay and Ellis got in touch with Kevlar and was like, we shouldn't have been fighting them in court. Like, they're not like Skytech. Maybe they could, like, be on our side. Uh, Shannon popped up a couple days later and was like, hey, there was something weird with the broadcast. Did anybody notice it? Which we had not. <laughs> yeah, there had been yeah, a, there QR a QR code, code. code in the corner the entire yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, there was literally a QR code on the, on the screen and nobody noticed. Uh, and I went back and watched the VOD and was like, hmm, there's sure a QR code on screen. <laughs> To which Max uh, I, said, I think I'm it literally coded myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think it literally took one of you guys posting a screen cap for us to notice the QR code. Actually, yeah, I I think that Shan had to post a screen cap of like the time, which was in the upper right hand yeah. corner where the QR code was. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we found so that led to a paste bin. Of, like, leaked DMs between Kevlar and Penelope uh, before the court case. I really like that conversation. Um, yeah, it's a yeah. good one. Talking about uh, how Penelope also got fired and how Penelope hadn't been the reason for Kevlar getting fired. It was actually Riley who, like, was pretending to be Ian Randolph. <laughs> yeah, they reconciled after just being passive-aggressive through uh, your OC at each other and never talking. They're <laughs> yeah. getting fired from their shitty job. Um, and Kevlar also mentioned that he had been in touch with, or no, mentioned, he said, like, do you know the name? Um, doesn't he say something about that in here? Where is it? He mentions the yes. author of Disconnected. Cause yeah, because yeah. I see us talking about it in the Discord. Yes, uh, he says, have you heard of something called Avocet? Never mind, see you soon. Yeah. Uh, we're like, oh, that's the author of Disconnected. And also a bird. Uh, March 22, Cumulo comes in and starts talking to us about Cumulo's advice column. Oh, yeah. Yep. I can tell you why I did this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so this was, this spring, Ella and I... Uh, we're both in New York visiting our friend uh, Janie, who who was was Crash Override, right? Had come in mm-hmm. and done the Minecraft thing as a hacker's character, um, and we talked about Skytech a lot and kind of planned out the rest of the game as it would actually come to pass um, during that trip. Finally, um, and so we knew that the finale would involve a lot of actual role playing. Um, and we wanted to, like, as we worked on stuff, um, just encourage the players to develop more lore about, you know, their, their personal Skytech characters. Cause some people had been like, like Jay had been talking to Shan and in DMs and talked about living on the moon and Kara was Columbo and was talking about uni connections, but you were, you were just always Marn. In yeah. this game, and there were a couple other players who had less fiction around them. So uh, Cumulo came in and was like, "Hey, I I want to be an advice columnist. Um, I'm applying for jobs now that I want to not work for Skytech." 
and I think it would be cool to be a newspaper advice columnist and ask people for for questions about their personal lives <laughs> to for Cumulo to give advice on, which was very sweet and very fun, and the answers were a lot of fun. It was, yeah, yeah. We all sent like little questions to Cumulo uh, and got advice back, which was which was nice. Uh, and that was that was the only thing that we heard for several months and then in november 22 uh crash override posted in band uh automated message sent break glass protocol error 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 uh and we got another twine file yeah the last the last twine the last twine which was like a data dump of all of crash overrides like desktop stuff which is very cool so yeah (laughs) yeah go ahead so this puzzle was originally going to be uh, a thing where you had to that where Cumulo had like gotten uploaded to Crash's computer and had been scattered throughout her data files, and you had to find which files contained Cumulo by adding up all of oh the my God. Like, file sizes That's and incredible. then get a list of all of the files that contained Cumulo, yeah. which we didn't end up, end up doing. We made like but... a, a list of files that would be Cumulo specific based on various conversations and things that would be Crash specific. Mm-hmm. Um, Crash and Dade had established that they had downloaded into, or Crash had esta- downloaded into like physical bodies and was working with yes. the, the ground sloths that had since had an uprising on the moon um, at some point during that year. Um, yeah. But anyway, it was just a list trip, of Crash's desktop files. Yeah. yeah. And during that trip in March, you had made your desktop into Crash's desktop. Right. Yeah. We and wanted there to be an image. took a screenshot of it. Yeah. Uh, and put that in the twine. We wanted to be able to like click on parts of the image, but that was too complicated for me to code. Uh, and then that was just your desktop for like six months. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you. I'll tell you a secret. That is still my desktop. That computer oh stopped working. Uh, like completely right. bricked the day after um, this puzzle like went live. <laughs> that is still what my desktop is, and it was. There was a lot of files on that desktop. Uh, Holy shit. So many files. Yeah. I think all of your files were just like hidden in one of the other files. Yeah, on the there was desktop. a folder that said reaction gifts, and all of my actual life was inside of it. Holy shit. <laughs> That's incredible. So, yeah, so this, this twine had a bunch of stuff in it. It had like character stuff about like Crash Override. Uh, and it had, like, a hidden, like, Google PowerPoint presentation, uh, called, Hey, Do You Wanna Fuck With Skytech? <laughs> uh, which established that, uh, we could show images to Sky Danielle, uh, or Sky Kerchief, I think was the one, yeah. uh, and yeah. be like, one of this the is an apple picture of an apple, uh, because Skytech was legally required to allow seated consciousnesses to gain new data from images. Uh, And the key phrase was, may I show you some images for data training? The other really important thing in this twine was a conversation between Crash and Avocet. Yes, there was a a file maze that we had to go through that eventually led to that conversation. And 
I spent a lot of trial and error time, and I'm gonna be real, I looked in the code to find the endpoint. <laughs> Good. Yeah, it used to be a worse maze, and then I made it nicer, so I'm oh glad God. that I did that. But uh, this is what it the, the twine boxes look, look like uh, in, in the code. Could you describe them? Um... So there are three sets of boxes, three three lines, and then below each box in each of those lines is another box with a little loop. So if you click the incorrect uh the incorrect way forward, you just end up looping back around yeah. into the uh the same list of files. There was a lot of very funny stuff on that desktop <laughs> for you to get yeah. lost in. Yeah. Uh, I love the normal files folder, which uh, I don't remember what it contained, but it's a very funny thing to name a file. Is that the one that had just a bunch of like file names that were Hackers Hot Girl 1, Hackers Hot Girl 2? Uh, Janie decided yeah, that one had my games, in which included Banandicoot3.exe. Great. <laughs> <laughs> And and so uh, yeah, we uh, <laughs> we unlocked this conversation between uh, Crash and Avocet, which is talking about how like they were from the same like group of consciousnesses. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a part of the a lot of the stuff that was established in Elle's book of poetry um, and disconnected got talked about here, which was like there was a, a nursery for seated consciousnesses called the Kresh, where they were kind of. Um, taught language skills and how to interface with with people um as as their their brains unfolded um mm-hmm. that avocet had more or less um escaped from which is what a lot of that book is about is like leaving behind uh this this server bank and just becoming noise out in space yeah, well, beco- becoming embodied and then going to live on a farm with with their yes, girlfriend. That too. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and so we got uh, all of that information through this like very long conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, During... which was like made made longer by the fact that you should watch typing animations for every sentence. Yeah, it was a cool yeah. little video. Yeah, it was originally going to be a video because Janie does a lot of like um. Analog a video, like analog stuff you see in analog order. Yeah, but uh, that didn't end up working out, so I had to do it manually through Twine. It was cool though. You found out that basically um, a bunch of the NPCs were planning a heist um, to take down Skytech to, to like take down their servers, mm-hmm. basically um, because Brightline was launching soon, um, and they didn't like it. <laughs> um, and Crash was reaching out to Abbaset for help. And Abbaset was like, I have a life. I don't want to think about this stuff. Yeah. It was a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's uh, it's really then, good. I think me and Ellis are like the only two people who found it. <laughs> I don't I know if anyone Jay else also, has seen that conversation. <laughs> I think Jay also found okay. it. But people weren't really talking about it because... Somebody was like, oh, like, I kind of want people to find it on their own. Like, it's a fun little secret. And, <laughs> and I was kind of like, we spent a lot of time working on it. And I would like more than three people to see it. But that's the players. But I mean, hey, this is yeah. this was always a game for three to six people. Yeah. yeah. 
I did. I did. I was like, hey, if you like have trouble finding it, you can just like go in the code and find it. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't yeah. know if that helped anybody. <laughs> I mean, you you posted a link to it, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we played a game. <laughs> yes. So we we uh we tricked sky kerchief with the uh the data training thing i just like uploaded a bunch of pictures of fruit and was like this is a strawberry this is an orange this is an avocado yeah there's a message uh, here in the server from you that says i need everyone to know that my wife walked in on me with the google search full of high-res transparent images of fruit and started shrieking with laughter <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh i i posted like a picture of my uh discord icon it said this is a sky tech employee uh and so we all like kind of got skytech ids uh and because the other yeah, thing to... about this is that all your friends had gone missing essentially yes yeah um, yeah whatever like, all their the was, had did not go well <laughs> you couldn't contact anyone yeah we couldn't even yeah. contact cumulo at this point yep and yeah, uh here's uh here's a bunch of ids uh i there was like a template in that powerpoint you had and once you had validated yourself in the eyes of Skykerchief as a Skytech employee, you basically just insert yourself into this little uh <laughs> this this employee ID thing and then send in a form with the ID for a tour of a creche facility. The creche being the, yes. the seated consciousness nursery that your friends had tried to break into. Yeah, and once people did that, we did we get the rules at that point? Yeah, then you got a PDF drop. It said yeah. windrop.pdf, and here's where we got like really self-indulgent. Um, uh-huh. But what a what a gift for two players in specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I saw you guys like tweeting about this the night before, and that was like I can't believe like redacted and redacted are like gonna go nuts over this, and I was like I wonder what that's about. <laughs> we describe for us what 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 that document was. So the document is a, like, document to us from Avocet basically saying, like, hey, all of your friends have disappeared. Uh, and, like, kind of a log of, like, some of them talking to each other. Some of them talking to each other. Um, realizing that, like, they are stuck. Like, their consciousnesses are stuck. Uh, and at... The end of this little this little part, uh, Avisa says, this is not a game, this is not a work of fiction, this is not a shared experience, this is not a crime, this is not a manifesto, this is not a long overdue finale, this is not a TTRPG for three or more Catal participants, this is not the world and words and puzzles and dice and the entirety of my being, I can't untangle these things anymore, your turn. And uh, that is the lead-in to a tabletop role-playing game called Dwindrop. Which is a mashup of Caro's game Dwindle and my game Time to Drop. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a lot of fun just taking your your two game PDFs and mashing up the layouts and the rules and making them about Skytech, so we could do our, awesome. our little digital time loop heist. Yes, and so basically we were handed the rules to this like custom tabletop game and saying like, "Hey." Your friends are stuck in this like consciousness time loop. Uh, get them out. Do do your own heist. It's your turn. Yeah, this was like a, the logical conclusion to our game jacking is cool and people should do it more stance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we basically uh, said, and- tell us what happens at the end of Skytech. 
we wrote a tabletop yeah. game for you. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. So it, it, it basically explains like, hey, you're going to put your consciousness in the time loop, which is like the Kratia's security protocol, which got triggered when your friends tried to break in. Uh, and you have to find them. You, because your minds are all linked already by Katal, uh, and, like, you will stay stable through the loop, and so you all need to, like, go in and find them and, like, tell us what happens at the end of this. Uh, and we played it. Yeah, I'm sure that, that PDF will be in, in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it, it ruled. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was a, yeah. a fun finale. You took down Skytech. Yeah, it took two sessions, and yes. we were thinking of doing a third, but I was very tired, and also, um, I we've both moved since this ARG started. Yeah, I moved twice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I moved across the country also, um, and I have kind of just had Skytech on my mental to-do list for three years. And I was ready to be done with it. Yeah. As much as I love Skytech, it is. it took so long to get to the end of it that I was ready to just call it done. Oh, yeah. Like, if, if I did another ARG, which, hey, I plan to, I'm going to do so much more planning. The thing I loved about Skytech <laughs> was, um, you know, because we're tabletop people, we really improvised a lot and just rolled with anything uh, the players or each other said. And that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have, I would have gone in, um, with more structure, um, to play inside of if I had known, you know, there was going to be a global pandemic. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we, we did a little bit of a, a postmortem with the players and then we watched Hackers 1995. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like we could talk about that <laughs> session, but it was for us. We played it. It was, it was yeah, a satisfying conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> Camilo is fine. Kimilo just is in fine. case anyone was worried. Yeah. Yes. Everybody, everybody, everybody's fine. Kevlar they all get broken out. was part of the team and Penelope. They Yeah, it was great. Shannon knocked hung out. Yep. You had a lot of good yeah. scenes with everybody. Kara was doing yeah, a full a... Columbo voice and Marn was playing <laughs> herself. <laughs> yes, I was I was so... playing myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we established that Columbo did have the ability to view our our internal text chat, <laughs> which to which Columbo said, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> the energy of that first session, as people like started to roleplay, was so bizarre. Because um, eventually, like, basically, we were doing the one last job. Let's get the game back together stuff, right? That you do in the beginning of yeah. of, of your game, Marn. Um, yes. And so it would be a fictionalized version of Jay that was this moon person talking to fictionalized space Columbo. And then they'd be like, <laughs> you know who would really help? You know who would be great, who I haven't talked to in a while, what was part of that whole forum team would be Marn of the Argonauts <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, we established that podcast became illegal also. Yes. Oh yeah, there was a, a callback to the year of the podcast thing where there was another yeah. headline in the um, Dwindrop document, which was had, has a lot of collage stuff in it that said podcasts were banned. <laughs> Yeah, we established that, like, podcasts became illegal, and, like, I had cashed out of doing Argonauts. <laughs> like, yeah, I was you retired. retired your yeah. Mountains of Argonauts money. 
Um, and and yeah, we 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 saved all of the NPCs. It it yeah. ruled. It was a good. It was a good game. And overloaded the the breakpoint system or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you something got a, like that. a final a final exit survey, which was uh, bits of most or all of the surveys that I had written for the game all kind of mashed together, showing the system kind of falling apart and then shutting down. Yeah. This is this is a good fucking ARG. Yeah. I I've talked about Skytech like so much on other episodes of this podcast. Like I hope that at least a couple people out there have enjoyed getting to finally hear about it. <laughs> yeah. What is it that you like about Skytech that makes it something that you talk about more than you talk about other ARGs that you have played or found out about through this podcast. I mean, Martin talks a lot, so, a lot about ARGs. I don't, I don't know about yeah. more. <laughs> so the the thing that I like find myself bringing up Skytech as like an example of over and over is like it is a really interesting way to create like a shared ARG universe without expecting everyone to like give GM level commitment into it. Mm-hmm. Like Andrew and I were talking on, on our uh, our mailbag episode about like why there aren't more like shared universe ARGs nowadays and like how the like Slenderman vlogs used to be like a big shared universe kind of and I I was talking about basically how like with like the difference is that like with like the Slenderman series like everyone was making their own videos and like sometimes the the characters from like one series would like show up for five seconds in like the backgrounds of another and that's really just like you're making your own story but like you are a cute little easter egg at someone else's but this was very much like hey you are all making up facts about this world and like if you want to introduce a character like we will call your bluff and make you actually make <laughs> that character a real guy and like yeah if you want to say something happened to you, then, like, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, like, interesting to me because I... It it was definitely reminding me more of, like, Discord and, like, Tumblr play-by-post role-playing than, like, actual ARG participation in, in, like, the back half. And I think that it does a little bit come from, like, the sensibility of, like, a lot of the people involved with Skytag were tabletop people and, yeah. like, tabletop game designers mm-hmm. and kind of, like, understood what was happening on that wavelength. Yeah. Well, it's also an issue and of Etta, scale, you... right? Like, this this was a game yeah. that had six people. Um, yes. <laughs> which lets you play at each other in a way that mm-hmm. you can't if you're um, making something that has, you know, an audience, or certainly if you're making something that where you're a marketing team. <laughs> yeah. And like Ed and I both have at least some background in like LARP scenes. And I have uh-huh. a lot of background in, in play by post uh, text role play. Yeah, me too. From my days on neopens.com. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Part of the, like part of the reason I, I brought Kay in as the character is because they are, from like a play by post Tumblr role play that yeah. Blake and I were both in, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna fuck with Blake by like bringing this character who they know <laughs> in. <laughs> um, yeah. 
And yeah, I, I, I think there also are benefits to like making an ARG with a very small, specific audience in mm-hmm. mind. Yeah. I, I probably I would could have done without of, like, some of the body swapping and time loop stuff if yeah. I was to do it again, yeah. just because that became very difficult to keep track of yeah. and isn't really what I like in stories. But it was a great little little zany game that took three years and we put a lot of work into. Yep. Yeah, it it fucking rules. There's there's also like a lot going on with the Discord that I really enjoyed that like I have not seen in other args like the whole thing where like you have to get banned to like access the actual channels. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I I I don't know. I'm I'm a big proponent of like creating art with like ten specific people in mind, and then you can be <laughs> like, oh, I'm putting like this specific thing in because like I know that like this person is gonna go absolutely rip shit over it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the thing I love the most is- about tabletop games is that they are play without an audience, right? They're in the same like they're the players are the audience. You're not it's not performance unless you're streaming, yes. I guess. Um and I think my impression is that a lot of the history of ARGs, even though um often the end result is this is a game for like ten people and certainly isn't gonna be effective at marketing uh, a car (laughs) or whatever um (laughs) they're treated more like these productions for an audience um or a show Uh, especially ones that are like video based like lonely girl 15 yeah no absolutely the the everyman hybrid boys um and there's a lot of freedom to be had when you know you're making a little story for a handful of people who are on board and thinks, you know, you can make bigger leaps. Um, play is fleeting. You're not always going to remember exactly what happened in your last tabletop session. So, hey, why not uh, take this character and suddenly decide they're a, a lawyer wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, something that came up a lot when I was playing Masks is uh the gm was like i don't know if this is in the book of masks but basically like hey if i say something in a session that contradicts something that happened in a previous session that's just a retcon that just happens in comic books what what i just said is the thing that is true which isn't to say that you know you shouldn't try to earn your dramatic moments in games it's just that um you know you're not beholden to your to like a, a canon, right? To mm-hmm. um, to how it is. You can earn a moment in a moment, rather, and not worry that you're contradicting uh, something from a couple of months ago. And I'd like to see that more in you know little collaborative, I don't know, co-op ARGs. <laughs> I yeah, I I agree. I think that that's a good takeaway. Also, you um, can be so silly. You can be so <laughs> can be so silly. silly. <laughs> Be sillier in ARGs. Yeah, I I love an ARG that doesn't take itself seriously, which is also why Skytech appealed to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like there are there is commentary going on, but there's also Digimon exist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cumulo converted to Judaism somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah. Cumulo had a had a bomb. That literally all all of the the Judaism Thing happened because I, I 
it was a bat mitzvah pun. It was a BOT mitzvah pun. Yeah. <laughs> which not only was how we established that Kimilo was going to talk about being Jewish, but also was how we established that Kimilo was a he him lesbian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he'd been introduced with he him pronouns, but he was going to have a bat mitzvah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, oh my god. Kimilo is game. such a good character. <laughs> I legitimately, like, I'll pull up Kimilo's Discord tag. Cumulo hashtag 1652. Invite Cumulo to your Discord. I miss talking as Cumulo. Cumulo will talk to you. He's very sweet. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, that was I... your end gift to the players, was you can just yeah. invite Cumulo to a Discord server. Yeah, it's my like um, backup Discord account now. I use it to like keep track of Minecraft mod servers and stuff like that. <laughs> Um, so I'm I'm around and I will respond in character. <laughs> oh, the spirit of Kimulo lives on in Discord. Yeah. I don't know if any of us could objectively rate Skytech. <laughs> we actually have a surprise for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, I have a survey. Oh my god. Yeah. <gasps> Holy shit. You didn't oh think God, you were going to okay. get out of this without an exit survey, did you? <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, our record show you recently completed a podcast on the subject of one of our projects. Answering the following questions will allow us to better serve our other customers in the future. Uh, where were you born on Earth? Wait, did I establish that my Skytech self was born on Earth? I know I like vaguely established that I live on the moon. Yeah, you're Marn Argonauts. You're born on Earth. Yeah. Been alive yeah, for Marn a good Argonauts. long while. <laughs> Uh, what is your gender, female? How long have you been aware of Sky Technologies? Two to four years? Yeah. 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 That sounds right. It's game three years old now. Parts of four different calendar years. <laughs> kind of. God, that's crazy. Kind of. The original survey was published in 2019 fall, and then mm-hmm. we finished up this spring. That yeah. That's wild because uh, it. It, like, overlapped the Pepsi arc, but, like, outlasted the Pepsi arc. Yes. We did manage to complete it. It just took a while. (laughs) (laughs) How many people were present for this recording? Two to four. Which of the following apply to the Sky Technologies representatives? Courteous, human-friendly, knowledgeable, answered questions. (laughs) I think all of those. Is that us? Yeah, yeah I, I guess you guys are the Skytech representatives. Uh, which of the following negative traits apply to the representatives? Check as many as apply. Spoke too loudly or too quietly. Refused to answer questions. Human. Could not remember events as they occurred. Could not provide comprehensive documentation. Said negative things about Skytechnology. I might have done all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I think definitely could not remember events as they occurred, but oh, that applies God. to all three of us. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, what were your emotions before the recording began, during the recording, and at the conclusion of the recording? I think for all three of these, uh, excited, productive, and fun. Uh huh. Sure, yeah. Uh, how would you rate the story of Sky Technologies on a scale of 1 to 10? 10. How would you rate the puzzles of Sky Technologies on a scale of 1 to 10? Like a well, this is hard because you stopped doing puzzles. <laughs> you did stop doing puzzles. We did some social puzzles, but we didn't do puzzles. Is when you true. play a role playing game or Minecraft or yeah, the, WWE. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. The, the social puzzles were more. Here's a form you have to remember to fill out an email to somebody. <laughs> uh huh. 
I, I will say like an eight because I we never solved that moon puzzle and I got too lazy to do some of the emails. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I would give the story of Skytech and the puzzles probably both a five personally because that's not what it's about. It's about a, it's, <laughs> this is fun. This is a fun game. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I would give it an 11 on a scale of one to 10 for fun. <laughs> I did like the story though. I I I, I account NPCs into the story the and like NPC yeah, interactions. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I don't think uh, we told a very coherent narrative necessarily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, there was a lot of fun things that happened sure. in there. Yes. <laughs> and I think a lot of it was like you kind of just like letting the player NPC interactions guide the narrative, which yeah. I always find fun. Yeah. Like the whole thing where like some players were trying to be moles and like work with Melissa and like some of us were mm-hmm. trying to like work against them. Uh how would you rate Sky Technologies overall on a scale of one to ten? Ten. Thank you, Mark. Uh, could... <laughs> Sorry for making you answer this to our faces. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh what concerns of any do you have? Um I don't have concerns. I I, I do I, I think that one of the takeaways from this and also from Pepsi Arg is that if you're gonna run an ARG, figure out a way to get in and out in like three months. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh plan more than four days in advance yes. is my takeaway from this ARG. Next time I do an ARG it will be an ARGlet, like those things on shoelaces. It'll it'll take two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think two weeks is the ideal length of time to get in and out on an ARG. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think like two weeks to two months is like the sweet spot. Yeah. Because like any longer than that and it just like you never finish it or it it like stretches on for years. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Uh, What did I enjoy most? I... That's tough because there were a lot of things that I enjoyed. I I genuinely enjoyed like the original Catal stuff because that was like not a thing that I'd ever seen an ARG do before. Uh, I really liked the dead drops; those were so much fun. Uh, I the like the reveal of Dwin Drop was crazy, and like all of I us. Was- <laughs> so good i'm so proud of that layout just marking out in chat and being like shut the fuck up no way yeah etta the layout is absolutely incredible Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like images that bleed into other images as it slowly becomes the role-playing game it's really good and also just like having right there's also a fake sky of all magic magazine involved in that document which i totally forgot about <laughs> there's a there's a Brycoin Sky Mall magazine. Oh it's god. Really good. Check it out. Uh also just like have playing an ARG with like GMs who everybody knew and like who would call people like actively call people's bluff on like making up <laughs> things about the universe. It was just a lot of fun. Yeah, that's that's uh, my advice for our GMs who run args well is hey, trust your players more. Your players are really good mm-hmm. at playing games. They're here because they want to mm-hmm. play games. Yeah, if your if your player says I know a guy, go. Oh, what guy? How can I contact them? <laughs> yeah, just ask more questions of your players. <laughs> uh, what do you recommend this week? What the fuck do I recommend this week? I have not been doing a lot of media recently. I'll say I, uh... read disconnected. 
Yeah, read, yeah. read Disconnected. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of like stuff that I've read recently or stuff I've watched. Uh, fucking, you know what? Read Prairie Song. That's the only thing I've been doing recently. Read my web serial. Yeah. Read art <laughs> yeah. by your peers. Read art by your friends. Read art by podcast hosts. Uh-huh. You listen to <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a murder mystery chapter. It's really good. Go read it. <laughs> I've been enjoying it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What do y'all recommend? Um, uh, you go first. Ada, you go. You okay. Go. <laughs> um, okay. So this is something I've thought a lot about in relation to ARGs. I really like the first couple seasons of the like comedy thriller TV show Search Party. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. Which... Yes to me, is a narrative about uh, game jacking a game that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, I don't want to spoil it, but it's a really good, silly comedy with a bunch of comedians I like um, about people who decide to investigate the disappearance of a college acquaintance because they're kind of lost in their lives and latch onto it um, and treat it like it's this huge, huge deal, which it turns into um, as they get in way over their heads because they're trying to be detectives when they're just kids. It's really good. I need to watch like the last couple seasons. I stopped after season two. Honestly, the the first two are the good ones. I love, I love the arc <laughs> of the first season, especially. Um, yeah. It goes some wild places, but big fan. Hell yeah. Elle, what do, what do you have to recommend? Um, I recommend the album Hurricane Clarice by Alison DeGroote and Tatiana Hargreaves, two of the musical artists Ed and I went to see when we uh, visited Janie in New York. Uh, it's a really good album. It's uh, folk music. Yeah. And um, I listened to it a lot while I was doing archival work uh, because it is mostly instrumentals. Uh, it's good to loop in the background. Uh, I love a fiddle. I love banjo. It's good. Yeah. Alison DeGroote and Tatiana Hargreaves are amazing. I love queer old time music and I love communal play. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, if people want to find you online or find your work or anything else, where can they find you? Um, I'm at Leaky uh, Eves on Twitter and at Eves on co-hosts and Leaky Eaves pretty much everywhere else. It's L-E-A-K-Y-E-A-V-E-S. You can find my tabletop stuff at leakyeaves.itch.io. I've got a, a trading card game where the only card is the moon uh, for, for people who like destroying memories of moons, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, you can find me at Occasional L. Uh, O-C-C-A-S-I-O-A. I-O-N-A-L-E-L-L dot ish.io if you want to read Disconnected or look at some of the Skytech surveys. Uh, I am also on Twitter, but I'm not super active. Um, and that's, that's about it. I'm on Tumblr, but uh, I mostly just reblog pictures of animals. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Corpse Survivors. You can find the show on Twitter at ArgonautsPod. 
Uh, if you have any ARGs to recommend to us as we go into year five, not year three or four, like we said on the last episode, <laughs> uh, hit us up on Twitter or on at our Gmail, argonautspodcast at gmail.com. I think if you want to find us, if you want to support us on Patreon, go to patreon.com, P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N.com. I think by the time this episode is out, Moonshot will be doing our Patreon drive, if I'm getting my dates correct, uh, which is April. If you want to support our parent network, Moonshot Network, which Andrew and I are both founders of, uh, you can go to patreon.moonshot patreon.com slash moonshot network and we will have just like a shit ton of bonus content up there uh for like the whole get of access April. to the minecraft server yes if you- <laughs> and help dig the pit yeah, teach mine how to server. press a button <laughs> <laughs> five dollar patrons can join our minecraft server uh we're gonna have actual plays of stew pot and lancer uh I think like Jay's ha- Jay has like a bonus episode of Why Wyoming that's going up. Uh, we recorded a roundtable panel of uh, like six of us who host book club shows talking about like what goes into reading books for those shows and like discussing them and what we like choose to talk about. Uh, mm. And there's two episodes of our movie podcast, Once Miss Wonders. We watched uh, Birdemic for April Fools, and Jay and Claudia are watching Prince of Egypt for Passover. And uh, I'm I'm very excited to listen to them because neither of them has ever seen Prince of Egypt before. That's <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Thanks so much for having and us on, Martin. Yeah, you were so welcome. Thank you for coming on and, and talking about. Skytech. I genuinely delightful ARG. I am so, so happy that we finally get to record this. <laughs> yeah. And again, Andrew, sorry Andrew, so sorry. So sorry. For having having to edit this four hours of incomprehensible audio. Yeah. Hey Andrew, what happened in Skytech? Do you know? <laughs> yeah, what happened? Do you know? Because we sure don't. <laughs> Andrew, blink twice if you need help. <laughs> Uh, we <laughs> uh, you will he- hear me and Andrew next time uh, we have not decided what we want to talk about yet uh, but until then that's ARGS baby Last time on Dragon Ball Z. Turtle and I are going out to dinner. You two better behave while we're gone. And most importantly, no improv. If I hear any yes and, you're getting the back of this hand. Well, Vince, it looks like we've got the Kame house all to ourselves. Yeah, we do, Aaron, and you know what that means. It's time to throw a banger of a We're Kame House Party, the only improv comedy Dragon Ball podcast in the known universe. We're going through every iteration of Dragon Ball, episode by episode, and performing improvised scenes based on what we watched. And you don't have to be a Dragon Ball super fan to enjoy the podcast, because each week we do a one-minute roundup to catch everyone up so you can enjoy the latest and greatest episode. Yes, and... What the shell is going on? 
They're doing improv all over the Kame House. They even put on flannel shirts. We're Kame House Party, part of the Moonshot Network, with new episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't close out a promo while I'm yelling at you. Finn.